0: Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Jote Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 175. Could you tell by that that I've heard a lot
1: of Jim Nance this week? Right. And we're going to hear a little bit less of him in the next few years at this time of year.
0: Yeah. Sadly. Unfortunately so. Who's uh, taking
1: over for Jim? Do we know? That is a good question. I hope it's...
0: Um uh now i can't think of his name i really like brian anderson okay who does tnt yeah i don't know if he's the number like the next in line guy i'm trying to think if like kevin harlan <laughs> would do it i don't know who would be next for interesting who's the next college basketball guy because that is a pretty big opportunity waiting yeah, for someone to fill um with that being said we're uh into the final final regular season weekend in the nhl uh, the M- NBA's bracket is officially set. We're going to talk about the Masters one week into baseball and how uh, Carson Palmer stirred up some controversy because it's the NFL offseason and he thinks we're all bored. Apparently, by what he what he mentioned between two quarterbacks. Well, we'll get to that. I think I think there's no better place to start than the Masters, which is it's. Amazing that it lines up with Easter weekend. Happy Easter to everyone out there celebrating. Uh, I was very, very locked into the Masters this weekend.
1: It was, uh, it was, uh, it's always fun. It's always entertaining. I just thought, like Mother Nature played a huge factor in this tournament as opposed to other years where it's usually nice and sunny, and the biggest thing is maybe wind. Yeah. At this time play, of year, not trees falling. <laughs>
0: not trees falling or torrential downpour just waiting for waiting for basically a, a flood a zamboni flood to clear off the eighth green or whatever they were on right those leaders um and also final four this is just jim nance week yes yeah, he's busy that that's i mean
1: he must not be catholic
0: no that's a pretty crazy schedule like you go from the nfl which sure is every week but right. then for this few weeks span, you're doing March Madness, and as soon as that's done on the Monday, you're going right to Augusta. Right. You're also or Wednesday. I was gonna say even you might be a day behind, if you you'd probably go the Tuesday, right? Right. I would. To,
1: I would think so to prepare
0: to get ready. Although he's done enough, enough of the Masters that he probably outside of the storylines heading into this weekend, he's probably prepared. Right. Um, I have to say that before the tournament, um. We made a couple bets. I went with uh long shot Colin Morikawa to win the tournament. That's my, my favorite golfer and he ultimately came up short, but so did pretty much everyone. Yeah. He did okay though. Yeah, for minus the,
1: three, wasn't he? Didn't he finish? Or minus four? He in was, the in the top ten. Yeah. So he was there. You had a Tony Finau top five. Yeah, that was my he had three of the last five years. He was top five in the Masters and again went with a long shot instead of just picking the obvious. Yeah, cause uh, and there was a few out there. I don't know what what would you say is the biggest story from
0: the Masters, because obviously we have the winner in that final group. But is it not
1: is Sam Bennett not the best part of this weekend? Yeah, that was pretty amazing, right? Because normally the the amateur guy isn't isn't there when the green jacket's being presented because he's usually long gone because he hasn't made the cut. Yeah,
0: but this this Sam Bennett kid, he goes to Texas A and M, twenty three years old. Um, I'm sad to see that a golfer is officially younger than me. He's a month younger there, than me. There you go. So that's not that's not a great feeling. But this... On the Thursday, I heard about how he has to re-grip it. I think it was just a joke. But he had to re-grip his clubs because he always twirls them after he shoots. Right. And he lived up to that small expectation. He was eight under at one point. Yeah. He's, he's in, in a,
1: the second
0: last group. Today. Today. And, and for... Well, which is weird because you say today, but today was also kind yeah. of Saturday, yeah. right?
1: Also yesterday,
0: where he was in the final group, he's with right. John Rahm and Brooks Kepka. right? And that's where he kind of fell out of contention. Yeah, but I mean, you're in a group. You're in a. I didn't know. Is the Masters always pairings? I didn't know this. Yeah, I had, I didn't know. I, what they, did you think it was?
1: I thought it was groups. I thought it was groups of three. Oh, they just did that this weekend because um, of the weather. It's groups of three for the first two rounds for all majors, and then it's always just pairings yeah. for the for the third and fourth rounds.
0: Did not know that. Okay. Um, then then he's in a group with Morikawa, who they just they don't show them all of all of Sunday afternoon. Just no no Bennett Morikawa, except once they get to eighteen, and they he's the low amateur winner, which kind of sounds like not a good thing. Like, I know right. he just shot the lowest score out of amateurs, but, right. like, congratulations, you're the low
1: amateur. Right. And now he has to go back to school tomorrow? Yeah, he's got to play 36 <laughs> re- holes and carry his own bag. <laughs> they made such Good a big deal that. out of that. Yeah.
0: I mean, it is probably, you're you're a little pampered. Um, obviously, though, John Rom, the winner of the weekend, I put a bet on him because Friday I thought he just came out on fire after a double bogey to start. The tournament right and he just he did slowly was heating up throughout the tournament so luckily i had that bet on friday to make me feel better about my morikawa bet which was it was like two dollars and the john rom one was, was a five dollar bet which you know Ooh, it's about that's that's the limit lim- yeah um and he comes back from counting counting the saturday he's at what six shots down at one point five shots down yeah and I don't know if I want to fully turn this into a Brooks Kepka hate train, but, like, he he did fall apart. He shot
1: five over today. Yeah, he – yeah, he, he – just – it's funny. You can just tell when a guy doesn't have his confidence. Like, he kind of nailed it. Like, his body language is saying, like, man, I'm just, like – because he was playing well for three rounds, but, you know, and it wasn't even weather. No. Nope. Can't blame it on the weather. Well, I guess you could. You could say, yeah, I was – I was ready to play in torrential rain and, and wasn't the... expecting to play in sunshine.
0: Yeah, the bright sun to the point where, <laughs> like, guys are starting to have to take off their sweaters to... Right. And the...
1: everyone was heating up, like, literally, yeah. right? Like, it, it was crazy down the stretch how how much better everybody started to play and, you know, the, the greens start, started to loosen up, so to speak, and um the story for me i would say would been jordan speed like that was incredible he, i think he had four or five birdies in a row yeah
0: six under on the day yeah. to get himself into top in contention yeah. for sure yeah yeah because he was a shot or two shots back i guess of kepka right who was then four shots back of rom yeah. but it just it was out of reach at that point that pairing together spieth and mickelson
1: they they played they fed off each other
0: yeah they matched wit for wit yeah and that was as much as it was really awkward when phil hits the shot on 18 and he shoots a 65 and i don't know maybe like 65 percent of the crowd at 18 was happy and right. cheering and yeah. clapping and uh, it's... the rest of it's kind of eh, okay but you're still we still know what you did right and it was this, it was a big point of contention. And then that some of the live golfers were affected. like Sergio Garcia was like, why are you guys talking about this? Right. Like, st- like this isn't a big deal. We don't care. Cam Smith said that, um, you know, we were met with a lot of high fives and hugs, but sure. Like that's still, even though you're at this other tour, you're all at the masters. So that's, that's whatever. Some of them are act- like, Again, Kepka was leading through fifty-four holes. Phil finished tied for second or tied for, tied for second. Tied for second with Kapka. Patrick Reed was in it as much as he he could be on the PGA and still would be the most hated guy in both tours. Right, just being honest. And those those guys, I mean, Cam Smith fell off a cliff. A few of those guys yeah. had, but yeah. those live guys were there to play, and the ones that were in contention, at least like dustin johnson was like eight over on the tournament but the guys that were there to play kind of proved that if they were playing more often like the pga guys then i think the leagues would be or the tours would be a lot closer right um obviously tiger woods struggled struggled through that second round to may even make
1: the cut thank you to justin thomas Yes. He missed a shot and that allowed Tiger to play. And he probably didn't want to, and he didn't. No. And then, <laughs> yeah, d- leading out of the, the Saturday
0: break and he's hobbling, he has that shot in the bunker where he, he's jumping on his good leg, which had only had four or five reconstructive knee surgeries. Yeah. And it's just I, – I said this. I don't think I said this to you, but I said it during the weekend that I wonder if in a couple of years nah, – no, I don't want to say that he retires, but – he kind of focuses on charlie his son and right. tries to just make him the best golfer he can be yeah, as could. opposed to putting his body through that
1: yeah i, I can see that because like I, I think we're coming to the point at this point where it's not like it can tiger surprise us and win one more is is it it's basically can tiger surprises and finish four rounds Sadly, that's kind of where it's at, right? And
0: it'll be those few tournaments a year that he'll pick and choose when to
1: play. Yeah, which will be just probably the majors, right? And maybe one or two other tournaments that he likes to play.
0: Probably some, because I know he hosts a few. Like, he has a few at his courses, so I'm sure he'll do... That's
1: what he'll do, yeah. Uh,
0: Victor Hovland also, after the first round 65, kind of, sort of fell. I don't want to say fell off a cliff, because he still finished at like 6 or 7 under, but... After that first round, it looked like I felt bad for Tiger because he's playing in this group with Hovland and Xander Shoffley, who were through those first two rounds really like incredible. Right, and then he's over there struggling he, to make the he cut. He wasn't
1: feeding off of that at all.
0: Um, but yeah, the rain was definitely just the most brutal part of of the weekend, and that yeah. just trying to get through the the Friday wasn't too 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 bad right and then it was just torrential saturday yeah and cold and yeah it's just
1: terrible (laughs) like i felt bad for these millionaires (laughs) sitting out in the rain um is uh is the shot of the tournament
0: because i can't think of anything else besides tagala basically doing the the tiger shot at 16 17
1: yeah yeah with Vern
0: Vern getting to call it and Jim Nance saying to the I did you ever think you'd see that again in your life right um (laughs) trying to think about I've took down only like a few notes Fred Couples became the oldest person to make the cut
1: right that was impressive
0: Phil Mickelson oldest person to finish top five right at 52 Tiger 23rd straight master's cut made yeah a lot, of, a lot of fun... Streaks. Lots of streaks continuing. Um, I don't know if I really... Maybe... Do we talk about Rom, Rom enough and how good he was down that stretch? Yeah, f- for sure. And it was just shot after shot. And you can... At the same time, it almost felt like he was just taking the power of Kepka. Yeah. Because every time he was making a bad shot... I think it really... It swung to... I guess it would have been today at eight. Yeah, the two-shot swing. Or yeah, it was pretty much right when they had restarted today. Right, where Brooks bogeys and Ron birdies. Yeah, and that's that's swing and turn of events after, Kepka again the stat of all, the three majors that he had been leading after 54 holes he hadn't lost. Right, out of his which I have to say credit to Brooks Kepka did not know he had four major wins.
1: Yeah, I didn't either.
0: Like I know how good he was for that stretch. Yeah but i still just have that the the taste of full swing and how he kind of just acted and right but to me he proved that he could still be that that guy that he was before
1: i just wonder on the talk shows if they will talk about not allowing that group to finish their putts and if that would have changed anything in the tournament
0: cuz yeah brooks was there staring at it and watching it over and over again but most of them no one's gonna want to take that putt when they are sounding the horns and it's already been miserable for and even them it was six or seven holes
1: right and di- didn't they also have langer weren't didn't weren't wasn't the crowd like waiting to cheer for him because it was his last it's his last time playing or am i thinking of another guy i think there was a guy it was his last they were they were waiting waiting to give him a standing ovation because it's his last Aww. like masters that he's going to be competitive in and but it never Aww. happened <laughs> I,
0: I would definitely be because even the friday there were two too many delays nothing nothing too long but right if if we're there i i know we both think the same way i'm not leaving the course no unless they tell me if no that, one's playing again today right even then i'm still probably yeah. not leaving I'm,
1: I'm ready to deke the trees
0: <laughs> had the two like two it looked like two or three trees on 17 yeah. fall and just a a disaster at the masters right so what, yes exactly <laughs> Some, I, w-
1: I wonder if the landscaping will or masters will talk about that i'm just i know they were old trees but i'm just wondering if they were moved you know, you know how they always seem to change the course. It's like a, it's like a house. They do, they add, subtract, right? They're always doing construction on the course. Yeah, they like move, are move moving stuff. Holes. Yeah,
0: there's like a hole they only move on Sunday. I felt like I heard that today. Really? Yeah, that's. Um, I don't know. I've kind of gone through through everything, everything I thought of from the Masters. Anything gotcha. else you got?
1: Um, I, the only thing would be from the Wednesday that they added. Um, I guess they added four holes. I believe it was. Um, they they reconstructed it. I guess around the pond, and it was so. I guess it's kind of neat. They probably did it for TV and stuff like that as well. But it was kind of neat to see.
0: I liked the non the non scoring, the people that were just right. letting like their wives or their kids putt, yeah. and
1: they're just there to have fun. Right. Or they don't want to have the jinx, which it's not really a jinx, but whatever.
0: I I would I would argue it was a jinx, but I think Bubba Watson was one of the leaders in the par three contest and he was like eight over for for the first at least for the first, first two, two rounds. Until he until he got the boot. I feel bad for the guys that make the cut and then really fall off a cliff. Like at the bottom where there was like uh, Twelve over and fourteen, 14 over, yeah, Mitchell, and yeah, Billy Horschel. Like right. I feel bad for those guys, but a great, great weekend nonetheless. Probably I would say, if it's not the best, then I would say it's the most underrated weekend in sports. Right, and then it lined up with all the other sports going on, yes. like the other important sports going on. Uh, anything else from the Masters? No. Um. I guess we can. Do you want to do Final Four? And then we could I guess we'll just do basketball in general in final four, yeah, um, I have to say out of out of the whole final four, I watched more of the women's games than I did the men's games, really, yeah, wow, um so i leave I leave the men's side to you of what what you thought outside of i we did watch the San Diego State and Florida Atlantic, Atlantic
1: game, right um i the the one big takeaway. That I've realized is with the transfer portal, portal I believe now we're going to see more 16s beating 1s uh, and more number 9s getting to the final 4 and not necessarily the top 1 seeds in each bracket winning because of that. I, I really just, it feels like that's the way things are going to go now. But other than that... Um, the, unfortunately, the final was a little bit uneventful, but the other games there was lots of great games. I don't, I don't think again it was another year where there was like a, a a shot at the buzzer that won it. There was a couple that were close that didn't go in and they lost. But the well, the
0: um. The San Diego State one that they
1: oh, got them true, to the yeah. championship yeah, game. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, so one where the guy like very I didn't see it till after that he was so close to stepping out of bounds before right. he turned Stepped around. In. Yeah, um, and then yeah, the championship game where it's I, I did love the final four for uh, a four seed, a nine seed, a uh, six seed, and I'm trying to think of who the other. Like it was just all what was it not non top three right. seeds to all make it right. That's the fun part of the tournament because then I saw some people complaining about oh you everyone loves these upsets until you get to the final four and it's Florida Atlantic and San Diego State right. But those teams got to that point for a reason for sure. No matter who, even if it's Houston, Alabama, Duke, and I don't know UCLA, Gonzaga, one of the one of the top teams. Yeah those games aren't going to be that much different than you think right. in terms of, well, the talent, I don't, you're right that there's not that much of a discrepancy anymore. Yeah. And like, no, none of those games are good. I don't want to say none of them are good, but offensively those games aren't good. Right. You're shooting in a football stadium. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. You can't yeah. see properly. Yeah. And a lot of like UConn, especially was just, especially I found in that, semi-final just go to the basket like that's, right go inside we're not you can't see that well it's a lot easier to see the basket from a foot away going up for a layup instead of trying to force threes
1: are the, and speaking of threes are the i i don't i'm asking you because i don't know is the nba three-point line the same as the men's and women's college three-point lines now
0: i think because I
1: know they changed it because it, the, the three-point line for the NCAA used to be the top of the key all the way around. I know it's not anymore. It's out, but I'm not sure. It looks like it's the same as the NBA. I just don't know. I think it's most people still do say it's shorter. Oh, yeah? It's still not quite as long. But the girls, the women's and the men's are the same in NCAA. I'm assuming they I th- they, think they so. look the same. They yeah. play on the same courts, I think, right? So.
0: Yeah, they don't have like different colored lines out right. there um yeah no not that i at least not that i could think of especially from watching those women's games that right. their their talent isn't that far behind either right agreed um obviously caitlin clark is just the and it, i heard the steph curry comparison before like watching her a lot yeah but the way like iowa runs their offense through her and she takes the steph curry shots where it's kind of like in a mid dribble three and it's yeah. like Oh no! Like that's that's just a good shot. What do you what do you mean? Like anybody else takes that shot and the coach is yelling, "What are you doing? Why would you do this?" But for Caitlin Clark and especially for Iowa, once they ran into like obviously they beat a South Carolina team that was undefeated the whole year, and they faced an LSU team who was almost like they were deeper even than South Carolina, right? And that's where he kind of ran it. And it's not like it's not like clark was six for 14 shooting she still scored 30 yeah she did her part what was that i'm trying to think because we, we were talking about that The i know lsu scored over 100 points yeah in that in that final game yeah but it's like i think lsu scored in the 80s something like that um it, it it's funny that in because it's in the same scenario they're you're playing in a football stadium it's yeah. harder hard to see and the women's game, like, offensively has just evolved to the point where they're, like, they're playing to their strengths. That they're – I don't want to say that they were trying to play like the men's game, but they de- yep. they've they developed offenses that just – especially to their teams, like, to Clark and to uh, – I was going to say Angel Reese, but she's just kind of been the face of this for LSU, and right. she does the pointing at her ring and right. does the you can't see me, to, yeah. which – not that i want to get too much into that i think one in terms of sportsmanship when you're like chasing down a player and trying to do that in their face right i don't think that's the best but also it's a national championship like i don't want to just say you're a kid like she's a sophomore and not that i'm trying to justify it by age but i i don't really think i care that much like maybe at first it was kind of like you know that's maybe not the nicest thing to do but at the same time if caitlin
1: clark was doing that so many people would say oh yeah that's not a big deal i didn't like it i didn't think it was a good sportsmanship thing to do it and it wasn't like and i didn't see it maybe she was caitlin caitlin clark wasn't trash talking at all during no. the game that i saw so i could see if she was and but yeah i To me, I just thought that was a little bit disrespectful, but I I think that's the personality coming out in, was her name Angel? Yeah, Angel Reese. she, She had one long pant, and I thought that was kind of cool. Like, they got more personality than the men's right that way, where they're more distinguishable, and Yeah. And and they they kind of speak their mind more. I they don't follow. I'm sure the PR says like don't say this or don't say that, and she just says what she wants.
0: Especially like after the game, she's saying, you know, you guys tried to fit me into a box, and I don't I don't fit into that. You right. know, you say I'm too ghetto, I'm too hood, and I just I thought that was amazing because I always think if you're a champion, this is your time to talk. Like right. this is where can, everyone's right. going to listen. Right. No one can say anything. Nikita Kucherov. Won a Stanley Cup and was, I'll say, at least drunk. There right. probably could have been some More, other substances yeah. involved there and just went, goes on like a 30 second rant right. about Montreal. Cause he can. Cause he can. And yeah. you're the champs. So um, I also have, cause earlier in the tournament, I think we talked about it on here that Haley Van Lith, who plays for Louisville, um, was getting, she's a pretty big trash talker. And like in the line, they beat Texas and in the line, the girls were saying, like, I don't know exactly what they were saying, but they were trash-talking after they had lost, and now this girl, Van Lith is in the transfer portal, which basically, at this point, if anyone doesn't know, college basketball in general, or college sports, I guess, yeah. the transfer portal is just free
1: agency. For sure. It's wide open now.
0: Cause, and a lot of the times, people already know where they want to go yeah. or where they're going. So I'm excited for this next... This n- I don't want to say the next women's college basketball season, but they have Caitlin Clark. It's probably her last year. That girl, Van Lith, Paige Beckers, who plays for UConn. They're all in the same or could be in the same draft class. So right. that is a, a fun thing to look forward to, especially to see where someone in a transfer portal goes. Like what's...
1: Yeah, what, it could turn the tide.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people say, you know, why wouldn't you go to... UConn or LSU or right. South Carolina or even Iowa to go make a college basketball super team, which is hilarious to think about. Right. Because it's, it's more of the college football conversation of, like, these teams need their own conference. Yes. Their own league to play in. Right. Um,
1: anything else from Final Four weekend? No, uh, other than you just kind of reminded me, like, for the women's game, it seems like it's always, like, the six... This, sorry the same six to eight teams that are in there, so they may want to consider having a their own division one, yeah, and then have a dig- division one a or something because it's all it's always UConn. They yeah. always seem to be there, right? <laughs> like it always seems to be the same teams. And if you go, you know, I don't follow it that closely, but if you go through history, it just always seems like it's the same teams that are either winning or At almost least in winning. It, yeah. yeah,
0: even like uh, Notre Dame is. A- pretty uh storied franchise there or franchise school whatever yeah south South carolina yukon and then you sprinkle in the who's gonna bring the other like it used to be like the tennessee volunteers were a big team with pat summit that's right yeah but it is a it is a lot of a lot more rotation in the men's game of just like who's gonna get hot because it's the umbc golden retrievers and i don't don't even remember what team beat purdue now
1: yeah i (laughs) I <laughs> can't remember either.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's always a good guess to just guess like a Florida team. A right. Florida team or a yeah.
1: Texas team. Just not the main one. No, not yeah. Florida
0: itself. It's always Florida, Florida State Atlantic something. something right? Gulf Coast. Or Gulf Coast, yeah. Lob- the Lob City team. Uh, to the NBA where the 2023 Hall of Fame class has been announced. Uh, this, is, this is now getting to the point where these are the players that I watched growing up. Like, these are who the players I grew up with. Yeah. Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol, Tony Parker, Greg Popovich, which... It's funny, Greg Popovich is getting elected to the Hall of Fame.
1: because he's still playing, or still coaching. Yeah, still
0: a part of it. And uh, Becky Hammond, who... I guess it's just as a player in the WNBA, because also she's now a a coach in the WNBA. Okay. So maybe she'll get elected twice. Right. Depending on how her career goes. Uh, There is a... New CBA agreed upon between the league and the players. Uh, the biggest thing is obviously the in-season tournament that is right. now going to go on. I like that. Uh, October, November, there's going to be league game or uh, tournament games played just with your regular schedule. In August, teams are going to get an 80-game schedule. Right. So just to set up for this tournament. and Instead then Instead of
1: 80 80- do they play eighty four?
0: They play eighty two, but 82. they're gonna get the two games later on in the season, depending on and if you make the championship game of this tournament, you actually are gonna end up playing eighty three games in the season. Gotcha. But only eighty two of them count.
1: Oh, so I see. that okay. final,
0: uh, so the semifinal and final of this tournament are gonna be held at a neutral site, and yeah, the eighty third game won't count. But all of if you get that, get to that game then you play a, an extra game more than anyone else. So I'm sure oh, okay. there will be some load management off of that. Yes. Um. Trying to th- okay, so the Clippers Clippers and Lakers, you're, this is the type of stat that you like. The Clippers have beaten the Lakers 11 straight times.
1: Wow. I don't know if this means... A- and again, you can't even say, is that a home stat or an away <laughs> stat? Because they both play there. Cause then even a, the only thing. What I've, do they do with the change rooms? They, do they just both have their own? Or, I think they or, do. So there's three then. There's the Lakers, the Clippers, and the visitors. Yep, yeah. and the
0: Kings. They must have their own too in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I don't know if this. I don't know if we don't count the bubble or if they've played that many games. Oh, I guess they would have played that many games since the bubble. Because I remember the Lakers beating the Clippers, on like the first night of those games being back. Um, some injury, injury updates, injury news. Zion Williamson is not going to be, apparently not going to be available for the Pelicans. He hasn't played since January. Right. And they are about to enter the play-in tournament without their, eh, maybe not their best player because Brandon Ingram has picked up the load, but this is just a superstar that we don't get to see. Right. That we haven't, like, we've just missed years Feels like years of his career already. Absolutely. Uh, Another one, Chris Middleton. Get ready, Milwaukee Buck fans, because he hopes to be ready for the playoffs.
1: Oh, boy. Here we go again.
0: This is is the song and dance from last year. And I think this Milwaukee team is more vulnerable than last year. Boston's
1: licking their chops.
0: I would say even, I guess, Boston-Philadelphia round two is whoever wins that one will be ready for a potential Milwaukee team um who else we got steven adams likely out for the playoffs more of a a leader for the grizzlies right Than they need him on the court more of an off the court type of guy um jaden mcdaniel's on the timberwolves uh fractured his hand today uh punching a wall that's not good um this is also it's gonna be funny when you find out that they won this game because there's another story from this game about a player getting sent home during the game Wow. Um, Fred Van Vliet had a 20-point, 20 20-assist 20 game the other day. And yeah. this Raptors team, I did you watch the game today?
1: I did not. I okay. just saw, watched the first three minutes.
0: Because this game was full of Scotty Barnes, Jakob Pertl, and that's it for starters. Milwaukee rested pretty much everyone. Right. It was like Bobby Portis and Jay Crowder.
1: So it was an exhibition game.
0: For, for game number eighty two. The Bucks had already clinched their the top overall seed for the playoffs. They have no concerns. The Raptors were already locked into their play in spot. So Right.
1: They didn't didn't matter for them either.
0: No, not a lot to to play for. It, right. the Eastern Conference was completely set. On the other side, the Western Conference was in complete flux where the one, two and three one through four were good, but then the Clippers, Golden State, the Lakers, Minnesota, New Orleans, um, Oklahoma City was set in the ten seed, but all of those teams were in flux, anywhere from five to nine.
1: Right, depending if they won or someone else lost, type of scenario.
0: I saw uh, a flow chart of okay, if this team wins, this team oh wins, boy. and it was all the scenarios, and like New Orleans could have been the fifth seed, and I think they en- they've ended up as the nine seed. Wow. It was a complete mess in the Western Conference. Um, A team that wasn't included was the Dallas Mavericks, who were eliminated a couple nights or two nights ago now on a game where it was do or die for their season and Luka Doncic didn't play, Kyrie Irving didn't play, many of their starters and really role players didn't play. So the NBA is actually now investigating this to see if these were
1: valid injuries or if the Mavericks were just tanking. Okay, I I don't don't you have to tank like earlier in the year so you go you can't tank for one game. That's not called tanking. I guess that's maybe just to save pride
0: of like we're just going to give up on the season instead of losing. Losing, right. Instead of actually so it's using my
1: my theme. If I'll you be- know you're going to lose,
0: just quit which this Mavericks team did like the Oklahoma city is in the play-in instead of Dallas. That's an embarrassment to the Mavericks franchise. And there's now a rumor out there that they're worried that Luca might ask for a trade next year. Wow. Uh, Or it's a fear that he might ask. Yeah. It might ask for a trade. Um, Them getting eliminated is terrible. They get Kyrie Irving. They make the big trade
1: and yeah, it amounts makes, to nothing. Makes Kyrie look like what? A cancer to a team. Another, yeah, right. No chemistry there.
0: And Dallas needs to take this off season. I think they well, they did tank to try because they have to give their first round pick to the Knicks. I'm pretty sure, and I think it's top. It's either top ten or top eleven protected. So they, they want to get to into that top right, ten so, so they g- keep their pick, which is just wow. not the way you should run a franchise.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Um. We had oh so the the Lakers um before their game today they signed Tristan Thompson and Shaq Harrison as uh, depth pieces for the playoffs. I I didn't think a depth piece for the playoffs would be good to sign two days before the playoffs start.
1: Right, because like they're rested.
0: <laughs> there's no way these guys are going to play just, right I would feel bad if I'm someone on the team like they had to wave someone to make a roster spot and oh, I would say right. so you're bringing in these guys who aren't going to play instead of me who I've just I've been on the team year. yeah and you're just kicking me to the curb um uh Udonis Haslam who Miami is making the playoffs but it was his last regular season game with Miami today and they gifted him a rocking chair Nice. Because he is 40 years old, has played maybe 10 minutes in the last, like, three years. Right. And is just a coach that gets paid, like, $8 million a year.
1: But he's always played for Miami, hasn't he? Yep. Yeah.
0: Career Miami Heat. So that's, that is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. cool. Um, On the last day of the season, we also had two uh, bench altercations, and it's with their own team. <laughs> yes. uh, so if you're looking to bet, maybe, maybe – hesitate on the Clippers and the Timberwolves so the Clippers um whatever Plumlee plays for the Clippers I don't remember which one and Bones Highland who they got from Denver at the trade deadline just maybe they just they got in each other's faces there was some yelling a little bit of shoving but nothing I don't want to say too bad but it's just it didn't look as bad in comparison to Rudy Gobert and Kyle Anderson who got into a verbal altercation and Rudy Gobert swung, like tried to punch his own teammate.
1: You know, I think the only sport where I have not seen two teammates fight is hockey. Yeah. Like every other sport, like I guess maybe because there's more room, like on a bench, you're like, I want to get at that guy, but I'm shoulder to shoulder here. Right. And the coach might tap me on the shoulder. I might have to get on the ice. But you know what I mean, like every other sport, like definitely baseball. There's lots of room, right? And football, yep. right? You get a whole sideline, and, and and you have t- You're not sometimes you're not playing, right? Or you're, it's not your turn, right? You're off for half the game or whatever. But yeah, I just thinking like because hockey's pretty heated. Like fights happen out of heat of the moment. But not, not with their, your own teammates, even though, like, I'm sure it's happened where you're mad at your your own teammate. Yeah, there's always disagreements. Right? And that one, the it, Clippers one
0: was over a defensive, like, defensive lapse. Was was that at the
1: start of this year or last year with Golden State? That was the beginning of this year. Okay. I was going to say, if it was last year, I going to go, wow, that so- feels like it was just this year. Draymond
0: Green tweeted about it and, like, made a joke about the Gobert punch. Because right. I guess now that just gets where draymond's off the hook now for yeah, gobert trying to punch a teammate on tv in right. front of everyone in a regular
1: season game not a
0: pro <laughs> we're talking practice not the game <laughs> um so yeah so the timberwolves just sent rudy gobert home they're like home to paris france no like oh. soon to his home <laughs> in minnesota <laughs> okay um a couple coaching things um not quite the NFL Black Monday, but uh, Dwayne Casey is moving into a front office role with the Pistons. Oh, which is just a to me a glorified firing, right? And uh, the Rockets and Stephen Silas are parting ways, which is opens up the door. I don't think we've recorded since the Nick Nurse stuff because
1: right. yeah, I think he'll be out the door as well. Yeah, he's just either he kicking himself out or getting kicked out or shaking hands and see you later.
0: It was, it's a awkward situation. I don't like, it wasn't a prompted question. It wasn't like,
1: it's weird how that came
0: out. And he just said, you know, I'm going to think about my future. I'm going to take a few weeks after the season to think about my future. Right. Isn't that something you say at the end of
1: the season? Like when, yeah. Like, did he think it was like the end of the season? Like we're out? Ah, we're not the eight seed guys. We didn't make it. Whoops. Whoops. We still got to get another game to play. (laughs) At at least one more. I forgot about the play in thing. (laughs) Son of a. It might be two more games,
0: and they still might not make the playoffs. This right. this raptor season deserved to end at forty-one and forty-one. That's actually yeah. probably better That's, than
1: yeah, yeah. They yeah they actually I think played because like I told you when they got swept from Orlando they kind of down went into a huge tailspin for the rest of the season. And then
0: have just have picked it up recently enough where them in Atlanta. They never passed Atlanta, but they were always tied. Right I think there. they ended up with the same record. But now the Raptors are in the scenario where it's win and go home. Right. Win or die. go home.
1: So the two coaches that were fired are are the worst two records in the NBA.
0: Yeah, yeah. Houston so oh, I guess, that, and that would
1: make sense. San Antonio might be in there as well. Oh, but Okay, but we know he's a Hall of Famer. You can't fire <laughs> the Hall of Famer now. I think he I didn't watch it, but I think he made some joke about I'm the sure he being would. over. And I'm sure he'd make fun of being a Hall of Famer and still playing like yeah. Because <laughs> he's kind of good that way, right? Yeah. Yeah very good personality.
0: Uh so let's let's look at the the playoff matchups we have and the I guess I was going to say the rankings, but the final standing. So the in the East, Milwaukee
1: finishes with the number 1 seed. They finished 58 and 24, which is nothing great. Like the Ra- what were the Raptors last year? I think the Raptors won 54 games and finished fourth. Uh might have
0: even been low. Yeah, like they were fifth. I think they were fifth. Right? Like a weird I mean a a fun year for the nba to be this oh balanced? for sure
1: yeah, absolutely yeah silverman's got lots to talk about in his post press conference
0: like it's it's funny that it's it's a balanced season and the records are so close but then there's still the detroit houston san antonio who right were i don't think any of them won 20 games
1: no exactly yeah they were out by november right <laughs> okay it's opening night and you guys are done <laughs>
0: yeah for, especially detroit it was like as soon as kate cunningham got hurt it's like yeah, all right let's yeah, pack it in that's, yeah which is funny that Oklahoma City was probably supposed to be that team, right? And now and they're they in the play. Yeah, it should have been. I, I, I like Oklahoma City. I'm excited to see them in that game and get playoff type experience. I kind of feel bad for Utah. Like I feel like Utah kind of deserves a playoff spot,
1: really, e- even more than New Orleans because they were Utah. Give up? They kind of did.
0: Traded everybody away and. But like they did before the year, and then they right. were just kind of good to start the year, and then their bubble burst. Right. Uh, Boston is the two seed. They finished one game back, fifty-seven and twenty-five. That was your your NBA final pick a few weeks ago. Still, still yeah, says. I like
1: the Boston to come out of the East for sure. Uh,
0: Philadelphia is the three seed. They finished fifty-four and twenty-eight, and we already know they're playing the
1: forty-five and thirty-seven Brooklyn Nets. Right, which is, which like that team's gonna feel like well, That's not even our record because I didn't earn that. Right, there's guys on that team that were were like six and twelve probably uh, yeah,
0: Mikael bridges especially who went from the third option on Phoenix and he's just now he's the main guy right he hasn't I thought the school he hasn't missed a game yet in the NBA no in three years or maybe more but well oh,
1: that's interesting because that there's another stat that's that's more of a baseball hockey stat football of course way too many injuries but same with ba- basketball it's because of load management I'm not. I, I'm going to give up that consecutive game streak. I'm sitting out tonight. Yeah, over 300 straight
0: games well, for Mikael no. Bridges. He played. Uh, and to be fair, today he played a minute and fouled someone and subbed out. Oh, okay. Because they were playing Philadelphia and Philadelphia was resting everyone and it's right. a. It's. I was going to say potential, but it is the playoff matchup. The three six.
1: That's that's the one that a series I think will be a sweep.
0: Interesting.
1: Sixers will sweep.
0: I'm I'm gonna say Brooklyn gets a game, okay? Because I just think they have they have a lot of just like bodies to just kind of throw at, not necessarily Embiid, because who's really stopping him? Yeah. But I think they have enough guys to throw at Harden and Maxi and Tobias Harris that they'll make it difficult. But I think they get one. I think they get one game. Okay. Um, Our four or five matchup, Cleveland who finished 51 and 31 and the New York Knicks 47 and 35. I have to say, I can't wait for game three of this series to watch Donovan Mitchell become a villain in New York again. Right. Maybe not again, but it was, it's been Trey young for the last couple of years that he's the villain, but Donovan Mitchell is, is already a big time playoff performer. Even he was great in the bubble. Even before that, they knocked out Houston one year. Um, this one as much as as much as I love the Knicks and that like grit grind kind of franchise, I just yep. think Cleveland, even with their lack of playoff experience, I just think they're better suit or yeah, better suited for the playoffs. Gotcha. I think again, I think the Knicks get a game. I think they get one. Yeah. Maybe two, but <laughs> I don't know if I can go much further than that because Tibbs is just going to play his poor Knickerbockers into the ground. Is Randall out? Um, He was. Like, yeah. he's been out for the but last is couple of
1: weeks. Back for game one? I actually don't know. I, I kind of want to take the Knickerbockers, but it, I was just thinking that good, but he's got to play. I don't like him, but he's kind of like their main guy, right?
0: Julius Randall. Even though,
1: I guess Barrett would be up there too, but.
0: uh, Playoff status in doubt. Oh. That was a week okay. ago. Okay,
1: I'll take Cleveland then.
0: <laughs> but yeah, if it is Julius Randle, that does make it... That To me, that makes it a seven, six or seven game series right. more confidently. Um, And the East play-in, we have seven seed Miami, 44 and 38, and the 41 and 41 Atlanta Hawks who are in the play or win, or you play another game. Right. So if whoever... I don't, to me, I don't think Miami loses this game.
1: No, I don't think so either. I think
0: playoff Jimmy Butler is a real thing. I think yeah. he turns it up for the playoffs. And they go seventh seed. Yep. And play Boston, which... And get smoked. <laughs> see, that that's one where I, I think if they play Boston, I think that's the last team Boston wants to see. And I think that's a seven-game series. Really? I think I think Miami is a battle-tested team. and Okay. I like the... I don't know what you call it. I guess a three... Because not three in a row, but the... Th- the three match yep between Boston and Miami yep. in recent years yep um our 9-10 game uh the 41 and 41 Raptors and the 40 and 42 Chicago Bulls the one actually I actually have two things to say about this not even from the Raptor side of this but Goran Dragic is a Chicago Bull so he there's said, a villain he said he wanted to go to Chicago to win right doesn't play the only part i'm going to say is just and it's probably the most concerning part. I don't know if you've thought about this yet. DeMar DeRozan coming back to Toronto right, for a playoff game. Because this, yeah. this is a playoff game, game yeah. seven, do or sure. die.
1: The Raptors finally get a home playoff game. <laughs> but, yeah, this, this is going to be a tough one. I, I don't know if they can win two, to be <laughs> honest with you. Like, they got to beat the Bulls, and that's going to be tough. Raptors play good at home, though. I'll give that to them. But, like you said, DeRozan coming home. You boy, he's got lots to play for in that one. You know that for sure. Because it's also then who is guarding him.
0: Because yeah. you can... I guess it's probably Ananobi. I your, would think, That's yeah. your best defender to right. put on him. Right. I think that scares me, but I don't think the rest of the Bulls scare me. Right. Like, it, I'm okay. If DeRozan, I wouldn't be surprised if he scores score, 40. 40, exactly. And, and the Raptors win. Still, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because um, this, is, this is also the time for... Pascal Siakam, this is your—I don't want to say wake-up call because he is a All NBA type of player, right? But if you want your signature moment in Toronto, yes. it's, it's beating DeMar time,
1: DeRozan. Time to step up your game.
0: And I mean, if anything, what the Raptors are playing for is to get the eight seed and play Miami, right? Or Miami, uh, Milwaukee. Atlanta. Well, to if you make the playoffs, right? If you make the playoffs, everyone here we're playing to like these four teams are playing to play Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah. That's not a good scenario. And I think going to Atlanta makes it a little scarier. Yeah. And in that one game scenario, it just, to me, that entire game comes down to Trey young. Yeah. Because he's such a gravitational figure that he can swing that game. And who's going to be surprised if he has 35 points and 15 assists. Cause as much as, I make fun of them. They are a playoff tested team. Yep. They've gone to the conference finals. Yep. I just, for the Raptors sake, you just have to hope there's enough, uh, not confusion, but there's enough problems with that team. Right. And you make Trey Young uncomfortable and they do, it, it feels like the right matchup for the AT because I feel like no matter what, again, you're going to play Milwaukee and yeah. Giannis is going to, he could beat you in three if he really wanted to. Yeah. And they will have 40-plus points every game. Playoff Giannis is a is a different beast, and it's two teams that you look at and go, okay, how do you stop Giannis? Okay, so we've got... And the Raptors, I got uh,
1: Siakam. Well, at least Kay. they got Pirtle. They yeah. got a big guy, at least, finally, and they never did before. <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to be effective, but at least they finally have their guy for one or two more games before he possibly becomes a free agent that's
0: very true and you know what if they if they get in then you get two two home games that's
1: right exactly I don't think you get more than two I uh, not disagreeing with you but you never know right it's no it's just not the year right there's been other years where the Raptors are like you know what they're com- they're they're competitive but they're competitive to lose by like three or four to, like, good teams. They're not competitive enough to beat those teams. Like, again, they played the Celtics minus... uh, They played back-to-back. They got smoked, right? And Boston doesn't... One game, they're missing two of their top guys, and then the other one, they're missing another top guy, but one guy comes back. So, like, they're not even playing, like, the full-roster Celtics and can't beat them. Yeah, this is... I think
0: this is different than... The Philadelphia team Toronto played last year. Yeah, those two teams for sure. Yeah,
1: things are gonna have to change in Toronto here. And they could surprise me, and I'll tell you, I would be surprised if they get any farther than Atlanta. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Game Four of the first round. Well, that too. Well, I guess we'll
0: probably. I don't know when the playoffs start actually, because the last playing game is Friday, Friday the seventeenth. Right. So that will it's be probably
1: the, Monday. They probably do like the NHL. They like give the teams the weekend off to party and then let's get at it. Unless
0: maybe they start the series that are already set. They oh, could yeah, because the NBA likes to do that.
1: We're going to move ahead. I don't care what you're doing. We're already going to play. Yeah, oh, you guys weird. are in game six of the second round conference yeah. finals. Yeah,
0: let's go. You guys ready to go? Let's start playing. Uh, in that Western Conference side, Denver is the one seed. They're 53-29. and and fifty-three
1: and 29. They would be... The fourth seed in the East. Yeah, like, is the East, here? and here's a good question for you. I should have saved this for pick aside. Is the Eastern Conference stronger than the Western Conference in the NBA? Or is the NBA's, all their teams so good that they're competitive and that's why everyone is 41 and 41 in the West?
0: That's a good question because right? it depends what you consider strong. Like, yeah, I would say in the East, the top three teams are stronger than anything in the West. Yeah, but the West
1: one through I'll say one it, through eight, it, and that's how close it's been, right? Yeah, like are they? I I would say like if Golden State played Milwaukee or Philly or Boston, they could beat them. Yeah. in my mind, yeah, right. I'm even thinking like the Grizzlies. They might have enough experience now that they could beat any of those teams, but record wise it it that tells a different story so i don't know
0: that's a good that's a good yeah. question i like that uh, memphis is the two seed they're 51 and 31 sacramento is the three seed 48 and 34 and if you're do, wait
1: sorry do you know who's playing who
0: because this,
1: this could be I, a fun game absolutely not because nobody knew who anyone was playing earlier today uh, we also did go straight from the masters to
0: this um if you're a sacramento Who's the team you don't want to see in the first
1: round? Well, anybody. (laughs) They're just happy to be there. Again, that might be their scenario this year, right? We finished third, but I don't know. They're probably, they don't want to play the Lakers or Golden State or the Clippers. Uh, The 48 and 34 Kings are
0: playing the 44 and 38 Golden State Warriors. Wow. And They'll be the underdogs. They will. Especially like golden. If I wouldn't take anything from the game today, but golden state scored like 55 first quarter points. Right. It was against Portland who gave it's up terrible. two weeks ago, right. but this could be a T like they could be warming up to this. I think the biggest thing, and might be the biggest X factor of the entire playoffs is Andrew Wiggins. Right. Who hasn't he's, been playing for the last for, month
1: for personal reasons, but some
0: family, yeah, something going on. Um, But like, if he is, if he's back and if, it's hard to say if he's back in in full swing, right. missing a month. Right. But if he is, this yeah. was like let's let's all not forget what happened last year. Yeah,
1: they're NBA champions because they're of the Andrew defending Wiggins. Champions, right? Yeah. Like he, I know everyone's gonna say
0: Steph, but like Andrew Wiggins was easily far and away the second best player on that team. I almost considered
1: him MVP. We already talked about this because he was that good,
0: and like just. Defensively, he was the best defensive player, and offensively could chip in when he needed to, which I guess is what they're hoping Clay Thompson is back to now.
1: Right. Although he was in street clothes the last time I saw him as
0: well. I don't know if he. I he probably played today because th- that was the fun part about the Western Conference is they did have something to play for. Right. Like all of those teams had to play. Yeah,
1: they weren't. Yeah, you're not resting six starters and playing, or yeah, and playing two you know starters the whole game because yeah the game's meant something today uh our four versus
0: five matchup which i th- i think is the matchup i said i wanted it's phoenix versus the clippers right uh phoenix finished 45 and 37 the clippers 44 and 38
1: yeah like these are both teams that kind of would you say were like underwhelming yeah but like they-, they could win the nba championship like either easily, one of these teams yeah. right yeah
0: the only thing I'm thinking is, I wonder. I know Kevin Durant wouldn't have played today because for the the Suns, this doesn't. I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it doesn't really matter. Like a, at this point, um, he is a Kevin Durant's a game time decision currently. Oh boy, not for this past game he was out, but he has an injured ankle. Because now this is this is the this is the injury series because it's yes is Kevin Durant coming back? Is yep. Paul George coming back? Right. What's Kawhi like cuz you right. never know.
1: It's the it, what is our superstar
0: injuries and are they out long term? Even like the I I think the part I didn't think about it until this very second is this is Chris Paul versus the Clippers again. I think they played last year as well. But like that's that's a fun little subplot to the series. Yeah. Um and it was almost we got very close to in la la play-in game that would have been neat that would have been like nba ratings would have skyrocketed for that yeah um the seventh seed is the lakers they are hosting a play-in game
1: oh they're hosting a play-in game so i'm assuming lebron's not going to play because he doesn't believe in play in games he doesn't i'm really glad you mentioned that and
0: remember that because it it was hilarious because that was back when they created the play-in in 2020 he said this is dumb why are we doing this and now it's Thank God, because in two of the last three years,
1: the Lakers have been in the play in. Right. Uh, they finished 43 and 39. That's impressive because they were well under 500. I want to say like four games under 500. Yeah. And that's without LeBron. He was, missed a lo- big chunk of time, which is, again, unusual for him, right? He's usually healthy. And credit playing. to
0: Anthony Davis, who has he been healthy. Stepped up for no, sure. No matter how many, like, I don't know. I've, I've watched a couple Laker games recently, and I think there's about three or four times a game you go, oh, is, is Anthony Davis done for the year? Not because it's his fault. Like I don't know he's injury prone, but like he'll just fall sometimes, and you're like, did he just blow out his knee? Right. You're just worried that that's going to happen. So I'm sure Laker fans, as happy as they are to be there and yeah. to be on a hot streak going into the playoffs, I don't know how confident.
1: They're holding their breath every time he
0: jumps. Uh, they're gonna play the eight seed and definitely not dysfunctional Minnesota Timberwolves who are forty two and forty. Again, just to reiterate, Rudy Gobert tried to punch his teammate and Jaden McDaniels fractured his hand punching a wall in a game that they won to get the eight seed. And he punched it, punched a wall fracturing his hand. That's, this this that, is Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony it, Towns. Now is that
1: the same guy that took a his- shirt off last year when he won no. the, oh. <laughs> that was i was uh, gonna say maybe that's what happened he was trying to his arm got <laughs> stuck in his jersey and it flung out and hit the wall <laughs> that was uh patrick beverly <laughs> oh, okay. who
0: you're gonna be seeing on wednesday gotcha. as the bulls visit the raptors oh, okay um nine seed minnesota they limped their way into the playoffs again no zion williamson they finished 42 and 40 but brandon ingram has really stepped up for them has become their their superstar, superstar yep and then the 10-seed Oklahoma City Thunder, which there would be no funnier scenario. Um, the the history – I saw a tweet about the history – actually, I'm going to try to find it right now – of the Oklahoma City franchise since they've moved from Seattle because right. I think everyone's going to be shocked to know how successful they've actually been Really? since it's- moving over because you think that they're in this long rebuild, right, for yeah. the last few years? Right.
1: Um, yeah, I know they went to the Eastern Conference Final – when they had all the young guns there but other than that i yeah i, I thought they were trying to get the frenchman it it did for the, with the, number one pick.
0: the beginning of the year was victor wembanyama right um let's see who tweeted this because it was uh it's funny, because one of the stats I just saw is they have the second most 40-win seasons since, I think it was like 2005 or something wow. like that. Um, when did they move to Seattle? 2005? To Oklahoma City? Yeah. Uh, 2008, because okay. Kevin Durant played one year in Seattle and then... Really? Yeah.
1: I didn't say I don't remember that. Oklahoma City. Hmm, interesting
0: uh yeah he played a year and then they told him not to buy a house okay because he uh i wonder if they'll get a team back at any time i think it I, was a well-run franchise Yeah, the nba um like they i'm sure they want to because i think their their plan would be to go to 80 or 80 32 teams right. to make it balance. but then who's that other team I'm just on Google. I I couldn't find the tweet, but I'm gonna we're gonna go to Wikipedia to look through their most recent. Uh, this is their season by season record. Why is that since 2017? That's doesn't make any sense. This has gone downhill. Um, basically since you
1: gotta <laughs> donate, you gotta <laughs> donate to Wikipedia, like you start losing years on there. Is that actually what it is? uh season okay we're good now we're into the
0: um okay so 2008 2009 they moved to oklahoma city they go 23 and 59 uh that year they uh draft russell westbrook or james harden one of the two right but they add him to to this team uh 2009 10 they're the eight seed do you want to know what the record was as, as the eight seed what 50
1: and 32 wow and they were the eight seed they they would w- they would have won the western conference almost <laughs> they, this year they would have been the three seed yeah
0: um they lost to the lakers in the first round uh 2010-11 they finished fourth in the conference 55 and 27 and made it to the conference finals losing to dirk well, and dallas right uh 2011-12 they finished second in the conference 47 and 19 they beat the Mavericks, beat the Lakers, beat the Spurs to make the finals and lose to uh, – I was about to say Kevin Durant. They lose to LeBron in Miami, their first championship. Uh, 2012-13, they're first in the conference, 60-22, and and they lose in the second round to Memphis. Wow. 2013-14, uh, second in the conference, 59-23, and and they lose in the conference finals to the Spurs. Then 2014 15, uh, Kevin Durant gets hurt. They finished 45 and 37. Guess what place they finished? What? Ninth. So they wow. missed the playoffs.
1: Over 500.
0: Um, huh. It's also uh, to go back the year before Kevin Durant won the MVP that year, that 13 14 season, because they have the awards and some of them are like All Star Game MVPs, which I don't think really matter. Right. Uh, then 2015 16. So this is the last year of kevin durant being there they finished third in the conference 55 and 27 they beat dallas they beat the spurs and they go up 3-1 on golden state before blowing that lead. right then kevin durant leaves it seems like the sky is falling um they finish sixth in the conference 47 and 35 and they lose in the first round to houston which makes sense uh 17 18 they finished fourth in the conference 48 and 34 losing the first round to utah 2018 19 sixth in the conference 49 and 33 and they lose to portland in the first round um notice that we're getting very close to present day 2019 2020 the bubble year they finished fifth in the west 44 and 28 and they lose in game seven to houston uh yeah to chris paul and james harden then so out of all of this they've missed the playoffs once so far twice so far since moving. Right. Um, But it
1: seems like they're pretty consistently losing in the first round, regardless of their record.
0: Yeah. Especially after once Durant leaves, they lose in the first round four straight years. Yeah. Then the rebuild starts 2020, 2021. They finished 14th, 22 and 50, obviously no playoffs. Then 21, 22, they finished 14th again, 24 and 58 out of this, they make the Paul George trade. They trade Russell Westbrook. Now they have this Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Josh Giddey, Lou Dort. They have this core that's back in the playing tournament, right? And they're forty and forty-two right. on a team that was supposed to be tanking and again, yeah, so that had, turned it around quickly. They had the second overall pick last year in right. Chet Holmgren, who hasn't played a played game yet. yet. Yeah. And now, even if you don't make the playoffs, you're probably gonna get a top. 12 top 11 pick
1: right which will make you that much better
0: which is just a success this franchise also has a bunch of future first round picks which they can eventually if they want to package to trade for i don't want to say a superstar because i think shea is up there like he's arguably a first or second team uh all nba guy this year right but if they want someone like it's funny that they asked kevin durant about this team and he's like you know they're really tall they have a bunch of six seven guys if you put kevin durant on this team i don't know to me that's a that's a title contender mm. they could be at least a couple of years down the line right but that's a a fun exercise that i actually wasn't expecting to do but shout out to oklahoma city thunder because they yeah. are a modern uh a modern franchise i don't want to say to be reckoned with but a model franchise right a modern model franchise fair enough don't say that 10 times fast yeah uh anything else from nba or basketball no well i'll fit in the two nfl stories now because odell beckham jr signed a contract with the baltimore ravens right in the middle of this lamar jackson controversy not controversy but contract dispute yeah they have him on a franchise tag for one more year so they i guess they bring in odell to try to appease appease lamar and actually give him like before he plays a snap, is Odell Beckham the best wide receiver Lamar Jackson's ever had?
1: I just want to know who Odell's agent is. Is it the same agent that's also the agent for the shortstop for the Minnesota Twins, <laughs> Carlos Correa? Would... if he is, you better check his knee out first because that might get voided. Especially that
0: it's a one-year deal that's worth it's worth up to, so it's not guaranteed this money, but $18 right. million dollars right. with so incentives. a lot of it's incentive then. So it's it's probably if we're I didn't see the amount, but the base salary you're probably talking like maybe five to ten million. If that yeah. Five might be five might be a good number. Yeah. But if he has the all pro season that he probably thinks he can have, right. He'll get all of that eighteen million. Or at least most of it. The other one is um Carson Palmer, there's never I guess the dog days of sports is july usually Yeah. so that's where we should save quotes like this where carson palmer says that joe burrow is the best quarterback in the nfl okay because he is more consistent than patrick mahomes okay now i i'm all about consistency in a quarterback but if you're really going to tell me that burrow who has made a super bowl yep. made it to two conference championship games they lost then they lose in the conference yeah um one one lost, one 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 and one yeah is better than Patrick Mahomes a two-time Super Bowl champion right and wasn't even that great in the most recent Super Bowl but led his team to a win nonetheless absolutely I just think that's I don't know if this is far-fetched like if he's trying to do it because he was a Cincinnati Bengal before but it's one of those like save this for July right like I want to talk about this in July when we're ramping up for football season not when it's oh who's who's gonna get picked in the draft (laughs) who's excited for that I mean me because I'm gonna watch it because I'm weird and love drafts and the false sense of hope that every team has for themselves is is a great time of the year but we don't as much as like we, we all love the NFL but when we have the time off from the NFL, it's I don't want to say enjoy it, but like it's going to be back before we know it. Right. It's going to be July and it's going to be mini camps and For rookie sure. camps. It'll be back. It all starts with the draft. It does. <laughs> that that quote that and I had re- I tried to start at the beginning of the last episode where it was like spring hope spring creates new eternal hope or something like that. <laughs> I never googled it. Um, let's go Let's go to the NHL because uh did you did you tape the bruins flyers game today i did okay so i won't tell you what happened uh but the boston bruins are on the brink of the nhl record for wins in a season they're at 62 yeah they've already won the president's trophy yeah they haven't played an important
1: game since i don't know january you wouldn't know it i watched i watched them beat new jersey last night who's playing for their I don't want to say playoff lies, but Seating. positioning. Yep. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, who w- w- aren't playing for anything, but played a good damn game and still beat them. Like, I don't know. And I just noticed they seen Halls back last night for Boston. Like, I don't know. I don't, it's just not fair. Is this
0: – do you think this is they're heading into the Tampa Bay of 2019 or – that ninety five ninety six Detroit team. Yeah,
1: that's what worries me. But they just it's the year they just don't seem to lose. Like, I don't know, they I wanna say those Tampa and Detroit teams and if I can include my nineteen eighty Flyer teams, they kinda just dominated. Boston they don't dominate. It's not like oh wow, they won five nothing, six one, seven three. Like they're just winning. Like, they're winning games they're supposed to win. They're winning games they're not supposed to win. But they're to me, they're not dominating, but they're always good enough to win. And it kind of seems like maybe they're already playing playoff hockey. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're not resting anyone. Guys are coming back. I don't know. Like, like I want to go that route. I want to say, yep, they're going to get swept by the Islanders or Pittsburgh or florida in the first round but i can't I, there just don't seem to be at the same level i don't know
0: what team like in the entire league can compete with them the only the really there's two teams i could think of and neither of them are in the eastern conference right i think colorado just playoff experience from right. last year defending champions just speed speed kills yeah or edmonton and right. that edmonton theory is 97% based on McDavid. Oh, that's his number too. Good one. Thank you. And and even though it's more than 100% or I guess it's 97% McDavid and then uh also 90% sidle too. Right. So we're closing in on 200%.
1: But you know what and in, in saying that like Nugent-Hopkins just scored his what? 37th or 38th goal. Hyman's got what? I'm sure he's got I 30 think, goals. I think he's got over 30. Right? Uh, and let's not forget Kane, who was out for a long period of time. He's a good winger for either Drysidle or McDavid. Like Their their problem is goaltending. Is Skinner going to be enough? Because you can't go to Campbell. No. He's just having a terrible year, and that was a terrible signing. We all knew that, and there's your $5 million. Throw it out the window because that's sitting on the bench for the next four years. I saw a
0: joke that um Edmonton's definitely gonna sign Jet Alexander, the U of T goalie, to a five year, twenty five million dollar deal. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Um Yeah, I was just like I was thinking about every team and it's like, okay, Toronto, Tampa, that's gonna be dogfight in round one. Whoever comes out of that series is right. gonna be facing is gonna be facing the Bruins a leg down on a
1: Bruins team that's already Getting healthy, like they don't have any injuries, really, right? And when they have a guy out, it doesn't seem to affect their team. It seems like they could just rotate right? goalies in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's your turn tonight. It's Tuesday, okay? You're gonna play. Yeah, like it. And and they're gonna like I'm assuming they'll sweep or win in five, so they'll be rested. Watching Toronto and Tampa play triple overtime games, like I don't know. I yeah, I I'm leaning towards. Boston at least winning the Eastern Conference. I just can't see. Like you said, I, I, I can see a couple teams in the West, but I can't see anybody in the East that can beat them. If you es- have to, Especially if the first round.
0: I was going to say, if you have to pick, it could be any team in the East that's right. obviously going to make the playoffs. Who's the one team that you think could do it that could beat Boston? Um, uh, I think it
1: could be the Leafs, to be honest with you, because they can play them tough. Yep. Um, But it's going to come down, to, in my mind, to Nylander. He's, he's the guy because they're going to just shut down Matthews. Marner's not a playoff guy, but your Swedish guy can be your playoff guy. So I think it's going to come down to Nylander. I'll,
0: I'll throw my team out there to be the New York Rangers, just solely based mm-hmm. on Igor Shosturkin. I think if there's anything that the Rangers have as, a, as an advantage over Boston, right. to be fair, Linus is going to win the Vesna pretty right. handily. I'd still just, and I think this goes for Tampa as well. Just your best bet is if
1: your goalie can outplay can st- Boston's goalie. Right, that's true. Yeah, Vasilevsky and Shisterkin. the Rangers are, are definitely yeah. That would be the only, and it's to me it's not a weak spot for Boston, but <laughs> that's the only thing that it's yeah, the closest thing. <laughs> it, it's a it's a guy that's been in the Stanley Cup Finals the last three years as a goalie, mm-hmm. and it's your almost won an MVP as a goalie. Yeah, Th- those are the, the only two. Spots that are better than Boston. So, again, that's amazing. Yeah. But then, uh, just think though, if the the starting goaltender goes down in New York with the New York Rangers or Tampa, it that's big trouble. Do you know it's who? Not in Boston. Do you know who both
0: the backups
1: are for those two teams? Well, I know the backup is in Tampa.
0: Brian New Elliott, market native. The move. Brian
1: Elliott still he's he's worse than he was when he was with the Flyers as a starting goalie. And
0: they just and he's been just, playing
1: a lot recently. Know, yeah, and he's not winning.
0: Uh, and I then, don't know who the other guy is this, though. This is a great one. A a playoff performer knocked off the president's trophy winning Washington oh, Capitals.
1: Halak, Yaroslav Halak, right from nineteen ninety one. Wow, yeah. Uh, it, again, injuries come into play, and really, who's got hurt for Boston? Like Hall got hurt for a bit, and Foligno, Foligno. And then McAvoy was... That's true, at the beginning of the year, but that was from the previous year, right? He got a hip surgery or... Even, so, yeah, so Marchand at the beginning of the year. Yeah.
0: But then, like, even McAvoy got, like, banged up against the Leafs but still played against the Devils. Right. And, like, didn't even hold him out for precautionary yeah. reasons. You yeah. have have the means to do it, but those guys don't want to take a night off. Nope. Those damn Bruins. Uh, Winnipeg-Calgary was just... I went back and watched the
1: game. We watched it too. We watched the last four minutes of the game, <laughs> and then we watched overtime, and that was awesome. Just a battle, yeah, and just it was a playoff
0: game for sure, because it, it
1: actually was.
0: And then it was like Calgary wins, and it's like they have all this momentum, and then Saturday night comes and they lose in a shootout to Vancouver,
1: right? But they're still in it because they get a point. Yeah, it's not like the playoffs where you're now you're down one game to nothing.
0: Pity points.
1: Yeah. Um. I didn't realize this would be a rivalry
0: but uh aaron ekblad and brooks kepka who we already right. talked about brooks but yes. i think this was a couple weeks ago uh apparently someone handed him a pylon and then uh he started calling he was yelling at ekblad and holding up the pylon probably had some adult beverages right was having a good time in a private suite yeah and then ekblad Which no one asked him about this until they got to Toronto, apparently, because that's when he answered it. Is when Florida came to Toronto to play the Leafs. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't think we're going to be able to be friends. Me and me and Brooks.
1: Because like, what else is he going to say? Well, wait till we meet him in the first round. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even this. It's cross sports now. Is that what we're going? Going to cross sport rivalries. Yeah.
0: Come and come and play hockey against us. Brooks. Yeah. Get laid out in the corner. Uh, the Rangers re-signed Filipedel to a four-year deal worth four point four three million dollars per year, and I'm a I'm a Filipedel defender. I think he's a very good player, especially in the playoffs last year. He was great for the Rangers. Yeah, four point four
1: three is is heavy for a it, third it, line guy. It is unless I like I have a few, I've heard rumblings that the NHL owners really want to amp up the salary cap. So, if, if it gets amped up by four or five, six million, then it makes total sense because then it's it's not even a wash. You still have a couple million to work with.
0: That's fair. If Yeah, if they bump that up, every deal looks a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Keith Kachuk called out the Panthers, the mm-hmm. Florida Panthers, for being soft. They're a soft team as right. they're in the middle of a playoff hunt, and... I just, again, this was another, he did this on radio in, in Toronto. Yes. Because no. That's like, where you, you're going to do it. If you go on Florida local radio. Yeah. No one
1: cares. 30 people are listening going, yeah, he's right. And those are also all the people that are in the stands. And they're also snowbirds that re- really live in Toronto.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just, when people say like, oh, why do people talk about Toronto? Like it's the center of the hockey universe. Right. Because it is. it is, yeah. As much as it's like, for especially like, we don't care. I, I don't right. care if it is. They're not a, it's close to us, but yeah. like, it's not an enjoyable. Like, it's not like, oh great, they're coming to Toronto. Uh, but Matthew, in this, like, they may or may not make the playoffs. Yeah. has one hundred and five points. Yeah, he's doing his job. No one else is. No, nope. I feel like, are we gonna head back to the like, Barkov is underrated because we're not talking about him anymore. Like he's still a good player. Uh, He's not a bad player, but without Hooperdo, yeah, he's been a big letdown, big time. And that's still with. uh, Do you know uh, how many
1: goals Carter Verhage has? Yes, forty. I know.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah, he used to be a Leaf. (laughs) He was couldn't even make their team. Yeah, and now he's the
0: top, or maybe not top scorer, but one of the top scorers in Florida
1: and the number two defenseman for florida i think he's got a whole whack of points and goals but the number in calgary oh uh who's the number two defenseman in florida uh um, he's got a whole whack of points well not i'm guessing you're not akblad the the guy that replaced weger uh um, who was already in florida who just moved up a spot I don't know why, but I... Wow, I can't believe... You're usually pretty good at I know. knowing Keith, their names right Keith away. Y-
0: Keith Yandel is the name in my head, even though he's yeah, not he's, in
1: the NHL anymore. Yeah, and doesn't have the consecutive game streak either. You know? uh,
0: Brandon Montour.
1: Correct. Wow, 72
0: points this year. Uh, correct. And Gustav Forsling, 41 points. There you go. Wow. So he's
1: doing his job.
0: I don't. I don't even know. Like out of these three, we'll we're gonna get to the standings after all of the hockey
1: stuff. But like, I don't even know who I want to make the playoffs. Like, does it matter? <laughs> I think that's why. Because like we know that Boston, Boston, Carolina, or the Rangers, New Jersey. New Jersey are all better than those. Any of those three teams, you can add Buffalo and Ottawa in that mix if you'd like to, right? Because I don't know. I don't, I just it's one of those years. I just more than than normal. I don't. I can't see an upset. <laughs> so it's gonna happen Right. <laughs> uh devin levi is the buffalo
0: Sabers' savior but just like a couple weeks too late correct they're still in playoff like they're still still technically mathematically it's possible but i think we're in the they need to win out and everybody else needs to lose out right for them to get the second wild card right but Yeah, we watched
1: that game yesterday buffalo uh, carolina it was a good game
0: he devin levi is a legit number one goalie yeah the second he walked into the
1: NHL. Why was he starting? Please, please don't tell me they just wanted to give him a chance. Like, where are their other goalies? Craig Anderson. Where was he?
0: Oh, I, I think he's like... Where's Luke Lokanin or whatever his name is? I think he's just their starter. Wow. Which is funny because, like, Buffalo is just like, oh, no, who's going to be our starter? And I watched the Vegas-Dallas game. They have, like, five goalies. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. they all are like, I don't know. They, they could all play in the playoffs. Yeah, they just
1: rotate. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... Who's our Monday goalie? <laughs> Get in there. Um,
0: does that? Did I? Re- I didn't even write down the the Saturday. So the Saturday doubleheader started with uh, Pittsburgh-Detroit, right. which I watched the end of that. We did not
1: watch. We just saw the highlights of that yeah, one.
0: Five, it was one sided. Five one. I yeah. took the under in that game though. Oh,
1: so that was Detroit's fun. really hot and cold. Yeah, they also I mean, lost like, that
0: Buffalo shootout right. seven six after
1: being up. Yeah, big, very big.
0: Um, so then. The second half of it was Vegas-Dallas, which I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, two divisional leaders. That's when it was like, oh, yeah, look at spin the wheel. And it's Logan Thompson or Aiden Hill or uh, Jonathan Quick. Jonathan Quick. uh, Yuri Patera, I think is his name, who has two wins and two starts. Right. Like, uh,
1: Laurent Bossois. They have five goalies. And and don't forget the guy who hasn't played all year. Robin Leonard. Yeah, they got six. They got a starting lineup. Just (laughs) Just put them all out there.
0: You're not going to... No goals against in that That's one. That's right, yeah. Um, and McDavid, obviously, are an incredible duo. Dreisaitl got to 50 goals last week on a hat trick. Um, Oilers also, they shut out the Kings. Stuart That's Skinner, impressive. big yep. shutout. Yep. And then Connor McDavid against the poor Sharks. Just They're another team. We just need to mercy they're end trying their season. To get McDavid... <laughs> Uh, scored his 60... What is he at? 67? 60 or maybe not that high. Two? 61, 62. Uh, but 150 points. Yep. The first person to do that since?
1: Mario Lemieux. ninety-five,
0: ninety-six.
1: Correct. Do you want to s- know the other guys? Uh, the other not th- a big list. Oh, I
0: thought it was going to be that
1: year that oh, they no. had three no. guys score over Just 100. Who are the guys that got over 150 points ever? Do you, Is there... A, There's, I think, five. Gratzky? Uh-huh. I'm trying to think like I said 80. Lemieux, so that's your two.
0: Okay. Um Iserman? Yep. Um I feel like there's a weird like yep, Neil that... Neil Bro Broughton Broton. No, but that was a good guess. Uh oh, wasn't it two Minnesota North Stars? Didn't uh... didn't Dino Dino nope. Um, I don't know. Bernie Nichols. Oh, because he did it the year after With they the traded him. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe the year before. That he, they yeah. traded him. And for... I can't
1: remember the other one now, <laughs> but it's another like in it, that era. It's a Gretzky. It's an Iserman, It's a, same name. Another superstar. Messier might have been Messier. I can't remember now. Let's but still, anyway, Bernie Nichols was the only like okay. He de- which one doesn't belong here? Sesame Street. <laughs> 150 points, and
0: I liked the the a tweet from Elliot Friedman that just said the only question now is is he the unanimous Hart Trophy winner? Yes. Should be.
1: He could have won last year, but we've already talked about this. He just His ceiling w- was already high. It needs to get higher. And yeah. someone else ceiling went way higher in yeah. Matthews, and that's why he won. And now, like,
0: McDavid stopped that. Like, last year was such a big deal. It's like Matthews is the third guy in the salary cap era to score 60 goals. Stamkos, Ovechkin. Right. And now that conversation is like, Stamkos, Ovechkin, Matthews, and McDavid. Right. Just kind of did it nonchalantly. Yeah. Just... Casually scored 62 goals right. or say whatever he ends Utter, up with.
1: Yeah. he's not done yet. No. Um, uh, the
0: blue, I think this was last weekend too, that the blues played the Bruins and they interviewed Brad Marchand before the game. And they asked him about Jordan Bennington, obviously. Uh, and he said that he makes him look like a good guy. That okay. Bennington makes Marchand look like a good guy, which credit to Brad Marchand. He knows what he is. He's yeah. a pest. He's yeah. annoying out there, yeah. but also, will score 100 points. Right. Because that's just how good he is. And Jordan Bennington is just the opposite of that. He's not good anymore. I don't know if you saw the goal last night when he tried to come out and play the puck. Yeah, and and didn't even touch the puck. or (laughs) he gave it to him.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it was terrible.
0: And it was Ryan Hartman again who he tried to fight earlier this year. Yeah. Just a a mess in Jordan Bennington. And a mess for the St. Louis Blues because I think they actually have a starting goalie on their team in Joel Hofer. Right but you still have $5 and in dead money kind of sitting there in Bennington, Right. Unless he gets his act Pissed together. Money. Um money. I'm going to say the greatest penalty of all time was Sebastian Ajo getting a penalty on Sebastian Ajo. Okay. So not, not Sebastian Ajo tripping himself. This was Carolina Sebastian Ajo getting new york islander sebastian oh gotcha and it was either a hook or a trip i can't remember which one it was but uh sebastian ahos squared spelt the same way right from different countries though
1: right which is weird
0: carolina is from finland and the islanders from sweden right but everything else is the same right i thought that is hilarious and i was just i think we were all just waiting for that to happen (laughs) some sort of sebastian (laughs) Aho squared moment right um I I don't know if you knew this, but the Toronto Maple Leafs and the
1: Tampa Bay Lightning are going to play in the first round. Really? Did that just get decided? Because they still have to play each other. That'll be interesting, right? No one's playing in that game. It's not even game one. It's game zero. (laughs) It's exhibition. It's Brian Elliott against... Jet Alexander. Yeah, he's going to play again. He's got a couple exams to write, but he'll come back and play that game.
0: Yeah, that's a... That's a Corey Perry, Pat Maroon first line type yeah, of game. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, you guys get. You want to play half a game? Here, here's your game. You know
0: who's going to be pretty prevalent in that game?
1: Who's that? Matthew Nice, right? And I, Wayne Simmons.
0: And Wayne probably on the same line. Yeah, probably on the top line. That's right. With like Sam Lafferty. Yep. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, jokes aside, the the Leafs Lightning series is official. Even though we've again known it since. I feel like I change it every time. I'll just go, Christmas? We probably yep. knew.
1: Just, like, just before the regular season started, <laughs> we knew that they were going to play each other. <laughs> and it's
0: officially official. Mitch Marner got to 98 points, even though it should have been
1: 99
0: against Montreal because Matthew's goal, it was a lost possession.
1: It, it, it Like, you know, my buddy Jobs, a big Mitch Marner hater. and yep. He just, that assist... Like, because he was mad, right? Because he figured that Mitch was going to get an assist, so he didn't get an assist on that? No, he didn't. Okay, because, yeah, because it was, like, he just kind of threw it in Matthew's direction. Who He was, like, around three Canadians. It was, like, a one-on-three. And the Canadian defenseman kicked it with his foot, and Matthews ended up knocking it down and scoring, right? So, yeah, like, Marner had no business deserving a point in No,
0: that. He didn't, but, like... I'm surprised this isn't like a hometown scoreboard type of thing to cheat him to get to 99 points. Because I'm assuming he's going to play in games until he gets to 100 points. And he'll get there. And then he'll rest the last two games. He'll
1: he'll be the winger with uh, Simmons and Knives (laughs) on that first line until he gets to 100. Then he'll sit him.
0: Like if he gets two points in that game, he probably doesn't touch the ice again. Right. Because someone will run him or something like that. Um, In that Montreal game, uh, Jet Alexander, University of Toronto goaltender, was the emergency backup. And the Leafs just walked all over Montreal. And they brought this kid in for the last minute and 10 seconds. Right.
1: Which was a courtesy. Yeah. I I I thought that was a nice moment.
0: It happened earlier this year with uh, Edmonton. They had a University of Alberta goalie. Right. Just the last minute of the game, he made a save. This guy just stood in the net for a minute. Right. And... Then Chris Weidman peed his pants because, you know, that's disrespectful and unsportsmanlike. I have to say, there was two sides of this Montreal thing. One was Chris Weidman who said, uh, you know, they're going to get what they deserve in the next few weeks. <laughs> Which also, if they, if they, I don't even want to say as far as like the, the main thing. If they get out of the first round. Right. If they get to round two. Right. Let's even just throw the very hypothetical out there. They beat Boston. Right. Chris Weidman is eating
1: his words. He's right. eating their word, his words, if they get out of round one. He's on the bulletin board, and he's not even on the other team, <laughs> no, right? <laughs> his team's not even in the playoffs, and he'll be on. It'll be Chris Weidman.
0: Yeah, and the other side of this was uh, Mike Mike Matheson, who was asked about because the Leafs put out their top power play unit in a five-one-six-one game, which I didn't think they did. They like, did for one power play, but oh, then the next the one next they didn't. One, yeah,
1: because they only had Nylander out there, and then everyone else was like their B guys or whatever.
0: I think but, they've just switched the units because I think they right. took Nealander off the top unit. Oh, okay. Um, but Mike Matheson said like it would be I would be a sore loser to get mad at them for putting right. out your top power play unit because it's even if you're not out there to score, you still want your power play unit to be in sync going into the playoffs right which is what he said they're getting ready for the playoffs and we wish we had given them a better game yeah which is how your mentality should be not why would
1: you guys do this that's so mean right like you want to score more goals on us that's
0: not nice
1: yeah yeah this isn't nice it's the nhl get out of here chris weidman yeah winner go home and be quiet
0: yeah win game play better i want to actually yeah. i'm gonna look this up if chris weidman was more than like a minus two then you don't get to complain right about that because you were on the ice you could have stopped more goals right like nick suzuki isn't talking about this why right. is it you um and he's a minus one so he he escapes with just oh my god they had none of the oh they had a couple of guys that were minus two but that's pretty impressive to give up seven goals right nobody be out there for one uh, that really like because it's such a special moment for this kid. He's yeah. he's not gonna yeah, make yeah. the NHL. You're playing no. at the University of Toronto yeah, because he didn't make call it. All
1: up and yeah yeah,
0: Just, a, a fun great moment. It, it would have been better if he could have made a save. Like if Chris Weidman took a shot and he w- stopped
1: it. You know what? If would have been different if he would have started. That's right? bad. Like if he's playing the whole game right, and the Leafs don't have anyone in the lineups, Guy, yeah, maybe you're disrespecting Montreal a little bit, but real even then like you don't see the nba doing that right so yeah like it's it's just you're a poor loser at that point it's sour grapes it's just leave it alone i would never say that no right the first yeah, power- put out your best guys and kill us more like <laughs> you, you, what do you want yeah really what he was complaining for is like why didn't you beat us by more yeah that's kind of what you're saying like but leave your good guys in there, and so we really can't score. Like I don't know. Like it's just it's it's a something you say to yourself, or or maybe you say to your buddy in the dressing room after the game. Like why would they do that and leave it right? Yeah. Like and the, someone else is probably gonna say, "Shut up, that's dumb." <laughs> Shut up, we, we suck. Yeah, we're terrible. It doesn't matter who's in net. <laughs> that could have been us out there. Yeah,
0: but both of us together, combined in the net, and yeah, we probably would have blown that game for the Leafs. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly also made his return against the Bruins. Um, I'm guessing we're still, I would do a pick a side for this, but I just know what side we're on that. I think, I think O'Reilly, Tavares, Nylander is their best line together, yes. together, not the the Matthews Marner yarn croak is great line, but I think O'Reilly
1: is best deployed with Tavares. Uh, I agree, but he needs to play on the third line when they play Tampa Bay. Because then they have a better third and fourth line than Tampa Bay does. Did you they, did they you have to ta- spread it out?
0: Did we we must have talked about that the split where in Toronto you stack the line, you do Joff was talking the, about that. I, which I, makes sense. You do Tavares, O'Reilly, right. Nylander, but then in, when you go to Tampa and you can't line match, now, right, then you, you spread it out. Right. I'm okay with that. I, yeah.
1: I think that makes the most sense.
0: That's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Because I just think offensively. Tavares needs a guy like o'reilly right to kind of ha- help help him yep. dig dick pucks out of the corner right um few college stories one shout out to i can never say that quinnipiac quinnipiac i don't know and and Quinnip-
1: quinnipiac i'll take all of the above Thank yes you. yes and yes i never realized how good of a school they were because i've never like we're watching the the Uh, Final Four, Frozen Four, and I said, where's this school from? I've never heard of them. And then all of a sudden I start looking up, oh, they were in this final. They they never won until now. But, I mean, they've had good teams. I was like, I've never heard of them. And I kind of, I don't want to say I follow college hockey, but I kind of know, like, North Dakota is always good, or Denver, Michigan, like, Ohio State. Like, there's teams that are there that are usually Wisconsin, Minnesota. But I've never heard of this team. I think they're, they're from in... Connecticut. Was... We had to, Joff didn't know either, so we looked it up. Where are they from? <laughs> but we realized why they were good. Their coach, and they had fifth and COVID year players. Oh, this. So year. they had men. It was men playing against Fantilli, who's seventeen, and Fantilli's younger brother, right, who's also yeah, on the even team. younger. So yeah, uh,
0: they won in overtime. Which the overtime, I. Finished the Leaf game, and I was like, okay, I want to see, I want to find where this game is. And by the time I'd clicked to the game, it was
1: already over. We did the same thing. <laughs> I was yeah. Just like we oh. were watching that, and we, because we timed it actually. Joff had on his, put 15 minutes and we'll switch over to that, because it was really good hockey. Yeah. I enjoyed the the semifinal, it was a great game uh, that we watched Friday night at Joff's. And then uh, last night we watched it, it was great hockey, like end to end, good action, good hits, good everything. No fights? Nope. <laughs> Why did that? That seemed like a weird point to stop at. Just because, like, the thing that's bothering me in the NHL, they'll have to figure this out somehow, is clean hits. Now the other team figures they have to fight because you clean hit someone. I get it if you cross-check someone or you hit someone in the head, but if it's just a clean hit, like, aren't you supposed – isn't that play on? Like, take a number and get them later? The, I feel like I don't know
0: if it started before this, but I feel like the downfall of it was the Tavares injury against
1: Montreal. Right.
0: Where Cory Perry had to fight Nick Felino and right. we neither of them, this, neither of think, them wanted yeah. to do it. Right,
1: but it was the honor of, yeah, it's the honor system, right? Like, you, you have got, to do it and get to. it
0: get it out of the way. Right. Now it's not a problem anymore. That's right. what the NHL treats a basically treats a fight as, is like, okay, now our problems are done. Right. That's why teams that's why we don't fight in the playoffs. Because right. The problem's never over. Right. That's just we're Until just more series, mad now. And then we
1: just shake hands. <laughs>
0: Good job. Except if you're Sean Avery, Marty Broder. Right. Then you just skip or them.
1: <laughs>
0: and then Sean Avery calls Marty Broder Fatso. Right. I don't know how
1: Fatso forgot about me. Um well, he called him Fatso because he was staring at him in front of the net the whole time instead of turning around to see what things were going on. That's true. I'm shocked he never got, like, a puck in the leg yeah, when he does that. Yeah, because that would hurt. Yeah, or I'm surprised he didn't have extra padding because he was ready to do that. <laughs> um, other
0: college, uh, Luke Hughes signs a contract with New Jersey, which I think is uh, it's a big point. I don't want to say point of contention, but it is a, what what is the point of this? Right. So Luke Hughes is practicing with the devils he didn't play against the bruins i assume he plays in a game before the playoffs but if you're the devils are you
1: putting luke hughes in playoff games probably not but you want to pay i think that the the reasoning is new jersey wants to pull him out of college and say we want you so we're gonna burn a year your contract even if you only play three games with us because we want you here next year and, I mean, it is also cool that you get to join
0: an NHL team that has your older brother. Absolutely. It doesn't hurt. I think my, my thing with Luke Hughes, and this just goes back to the World Juniors, I think I would I want to see him again and what he's like with NHL coaching. But he's not really a defenseman, if that makes sense. Like It does, yeah. Quinn Hughes is a very solid defenseman. Right. He was touted as an offensive defenseman, right. but I would say he's more of a he two does way. Both. Yeah, he's learned. Luke Hughes is an offensive defenseman. Right. He's the I don't know if Morgan Riley is a
1: fair comparison. Yeah, yeah that caliber, that style. Yeah. Like right? a You're if he's out there, you're putting a defensive defenseman with him. Yeah. You need someone to right. I don't want to say babysit,
0: but that's no, what the to, Leafs do. To, to, yeah. You need yeah. an adult. You need yeah. a Luke Shen TJ Brody. Stay back. Yeah. So I would be interested. I'm interested. To, I, whenever he plays, I want to watch and see what he's like right. in the NHL. Uh, also, Adam Fantilli with this Michigan team that lost in the semifinal. Uh, Adam Fantilli won the Hobie Baker Award.
1: He scored a beautiful goal in that game.
0: He's got some great hair, too. They yep. all got mullets for on the Michigan team. Yeah. Um. I think it, it is funny because this, this is another credit to draft that he is such an underrated second overall pick because of what... Bedard is. He, he's
1: like Matthews. Yep. Right? Oh, we get McDavid? Well, you get Matthews. And that could very well be the similar draft where you don't get the first franchise guy, but you're going to get the second one. He, he's going to be just as good, but it might take a little longer. And then someone's going to take the Russian kid who... Uh, who could be another franchise guy, right? F- four or five years down the line. Exactly. That could be your...
0: I think a team... I think if you're in the top ten, you pick that kid because if you get him in four or five years, you know who else stayed in Russia for four or five years? Kirill Kaprizov, and there you go. he showed up as a grown man and won the Calder kind of unfairly, right? Like Panarin. Panarin did the same thing. Um, also Matthew Nyes signed with the Leafs. We made that joke about him. He's gonna play against same Tampa. Idea.
1: They're burning a year of his contract.
0: Especially going back to last year when the trade rumors included Matthew Nye's when the Leafs and Blackhawks were talking about a Brandon Hagel, Marc-Andre Fleury deal. Right. So I think the Leafs, I I think it's smart to bring him in. Austin Matthews is already, like, praising the player that he is and what a big prospect he is for them. Again, it goes to the Luke Hughes question. Are you playing this guy in the playoffs in round one against Tampa?
1: Like, I would say, like, won't he be able to play in the AHL? So, I would say he's probably going to play in the Marlies. Get some playoff experience professionally there.
0: I wonder if that maybe is right? a Luke Hughes thing, Same too. Same thing. I would think so. Because then it'll be next year, if if you're com- if you're going to be on the Leafs next year, you're going right. to be on the Devils next year. Right. We want you to earn, like, especially for the Leafs, could he not be a top six player next year?
1: Absolutely. Because like, O'Reilly's not going to be there. No. You're going to have to fill that shoes, that skate. Ugh. That'd be amazing,
0: amazing for the Leafs if he came back, cause that's taking all of the discount. Like, cause he could he could make six, seven million dollars a year if he wanted to. Yep. Cause he's not that old. Nope. Um, but yeah, for I think it makes sense. Give him, give Nyes and Hughes the NHL debut. Give right. them the the tryout. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe maybe they're good enough.
1: Yeah. Maybe well, they're good well, enough to try. Play. You gotta see. That's why it's called a tryout. Because, yeah, like,
0: Nye's, for me, it's more of, like, where does he play? Right. Because are you just going to put him on the fourth line? That's not going to develop Nize, him. Definitely not. Let him be a top six guy with the Marlies. Yeah. And play some playoff, professional hockey playoff games.
1: Coming from a Red Wing fan. Yeah. Develop, develop, Deve- develop. Yes. Give Give, give them until time. Your boobs are so big that you're ready for the NHL. <laughs> The only guy they didn't really do that with
0: was Lucas Raymond, who I think is struggling now because of because, that.
1: Because yeah, it does. It, sometimes it doesn't happen right away, right? Like they have a good rookie year, but that sophomore slump could be more than a sophomore slump. I think Cider. I think Cider is definitely taken a
0: step back, but I don't right. think that's a sophomore slump. I think that's having to play with Ben Sharot for part of the year. Right. Once he changed defense partners, he was fine. Yeah. Um. The last, the last NHL story, and I think it's the last – oh, wait, baseball. We still have baseball. Um, Bo Horvat was asked about what it's like to play in New York at UBS Arena with the Islanders, and he did not hold back. And no. he said, you know what, I'll tell you this for free. It's better than Vancouver. Right. Ouch. Which – and then a lot of people then turned it into, like, a professionalism and how could you say that about your former team? I think we all know that locker room's dysfunctional, which is right. – not a good sign, if no, the general public knows,
1: yeah, or even just being general and saying, "Well, Vancouver's not making the playoffs. we're in a playoff run. that seems like it's more fun,
0: yeah, and the arena is probably more jumping, i I'm someone who, as soon as they made that trade, I bet on the Islanders to make the playoffs, which I'm getting a little worried about now, yeah, it's gonna be hit and miss, yeah we're we're down on the stretch run, um. These are our standings. Boston, 129 points, uh, 62 wins. They still have three games left. Wow. Counting, the three counting the Flyers. Tonight, yeah. Uh, the Leafs, second in the division, 105 points, three games left. This is, I wonder if anyone is going to go to the tail of the tape of this season because Toronto 105, Tampa Bay 96 points with two games to go. They might break a hundred, and then uh, I, don't, I hope no one uses that as a comparison. Um, in the Metro Carolina, one hundred nine points. They have a game in hand on New Jersey. They have three. New Jersey has two. New Jersey is one point back at one hundred eight. Is like, as hockey fans, we want New Jersey, New York first round, right? Correct. Because that those two games that they've played recently, yeah, have been playoff games. Yes and the rangers are in 3rd but they're 2 points back of the devils 106 with 2 games left. It seems like it seems like everyone is situated where they should be. Correct. In the in terms of the divisions at least. Yes. Our wild card Florida and the Islanders they're tied at 91 points with 2 games to go. Right. Pittsburgh has 90 points. They have 2 games to go. One of those teams isn't making it. Right. And I I not that I don't care, but again, you're if you're the second wild card, you're going to play Boston, right? It's basically who do you want to see play Boston, and right. I, I think the only team I
1: don't want to see play Boston is probably Florida. I would say the Islanders is who you don't want to see. Yeah, because they might give Boston a chance, uh, a fight where I don't think Pittsburgh will give Boston much of a fight.
0: Oh, you're saying like from Boston's perspective, you Correct. don't want to see that. I thought you were yeah. saying from watching. Oh, no, no. Boston Islanders yeah. is absolutely the number one series right. I want to see. Yeah, Yeah, like Pittsburgh and Florida, they probably have more of a chance against – or they definitely have more of a chance against Carolina or New Jersey. Right, yeah. Uh, and then Buffalo, they still are in it. Hang, they, I don't know how. They have – this is why. They have four games left. Right. They have 85 points, but they have four games left. so
1: They have to win out.
0: Win out and need some teams to lose. Lose, yeah. Which I don't think any of the teams play each other.
1: Right, so that doesn't help.
0: Uh, Western Conference, we're getting very close to our Dallas-Minnesota series. Nice. Uh, Colorado has 102 points. So does Dallas, but Colorado has one more game. Right. Minnesota has 100 points. They have three games left. Uh, the other side: Vegas, one hundred seven; Edmonton, one hundred five; and L.A. one hundred. They all have two games left. The only thing I'm wondering, because the other thing was we wanted Colorado, Seattle, right? Just for, just for the fun of Seattle making the playoffs, yeah. and it's
1: almost just kind of like a mercy, like we'll get to see lots of goals. Should be offensive, yeah. yeah.
0: like four, four
1: right. games, some seven, six games out there five
0: games max right. like hopefully seattle wins the playoff game yeah they don't start being like columbus right um seattle has 98 points they have three games left though so they could be the kings right
1: which at colorado la that's a fun series uh, how are the kings how do they have 100 points <laughs> like did drew Doughty take some serum where he's like 10 years younger and kopitar I and they don't have a. They got rid of their number one goalie. Replace them with Corpusalo. Right,
0: and and I don't even know if he's going to be their starter. Because I, I don't is. know. I
1: don't know how they're so good. Byfield's taking a step back. Mm-hmm. He's not very good. Like I know um, they've had a couple guys that have stepped up, but I, I just don't know where where is that coming from. It is a collection right? of like yeah, like Fiala
0: and Kempe and Denno. Like their defense, I don't know. how yeah, many of
1: their? But but you know they took Edmonton to seven. Yep. And I'm sure whoever they play, it's gonna be a tough series. They like they got better yeah. from last year. Yeah.
0: And they, I I do hope they play Edmonton again, right? Because they could beat Edmonton. Wow, round one, round one, McDavid. Um, so Seattle's in the first wild card spot at 98 points. Then we get our, our log jam. Uh, Winnipeg, 91 points. They have three games left. Calgary, 90 points. They have two games left. Nashville, 90 points. They have three games left.
1: All three teams don't deserve to make the playoffs. Winnipeg's underachieved. Calgary's underachieved. And Nashville tried to tank. They <laughs> traded everybody. They did. Matt Duchesne. Did you see Matt Shane lost part of his finger? Yes. Blocking it, a shot? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so I guess that's a note to us: don't maybe don't pick them in the playoff pool right. if they make it. I I don't want to. I picked Nashville to win the division before the year. I don't even want them in the playoffs. Well, they had
1: the destiny was in their own hands. They got to they had to play Calgary and um, Winnipeg, and they already lost one of those two games. So yeah. I think they're out on the outside looking in.
0: That game in hand, though, might I I do want to. I think Winnipeg is probably they're the team that I want to see make the playoffs. I agree.
1: Just honestly, they so, have the most talent, yeah, the most po- upset potential, yeah. Got it, they, they, they've underachieved, but not as m- much as Nashville or Calgary, yeah. I've underachieved, yeah. They've overachieved from where Those they teams. were, for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think they win in the first round, though.
0: No, because you go and play Vegas,
1: yeah, or Colorado whoever you got to play, I guess, right? I don't think you win that. I series. don't know who you'd rather play. Yeah, does it does not matter?
0: Probably Vegas, I yeah. guess, out
1: of the two. Yeah, because they got five goalies, so if you get the right carousel on the right night, then you might be okay. Right? Don't worry, guys. We got their yeah. third best goalie. Right. And you got Shafley. He likes running into things in the playoffs. <laughs> Sometimes players and yeah. hitting them in the head. Yeah.
0: Uh, that is it for the NHL. The next time we talk about NHL,
1: it'll be playoff time. Right, so we'll have to do our family dion draft it's in the calendar hopefully we get the hockey news this week yeah we better i'm i mean
0: i'm already mentally mentally due in the bracket okay trying to figure out how i talk myself in the leafs winning round one yeah me it's too like, kind, of, kind of want to do it but yeah, i do I, too. <laughs> I think this i think this could be the year now i'm not saying stanley yeah, I, Cup now final. i sound like a leaf end. this you could do. be the year yeah you did earlier too you said i know that, bo- that the the best challenge to Boston would be Toronto. I don't think you're wrong, but it's just the most positive leaf thing
1: I've ever heard you say. Yeah. We might we might have to have a parade if <laughs> they win one. the first round. Yeah. Let's go. Be, 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 yeah. Be. yeah. What are you doing? Don't you know what just
0: happened? It's a parade. Uh, let's go to the MLB where we are one week into the season. Um, the three first stories are just teams, and yep. it's the Yankees who yep. – uh, I would say,
1: like, uh, the new guy, Johnny Brito. Uh, you, we could ever our, our number five starter for the rest of the year. That's what happens when you have injuries. Guys step in, and they either step up or they step out. Because what's,
0: like, the the end of the season rotation, it's kind of now who is who is the sixth guy? Because it's, it's Cole, it's Cortez, Rodon once he comes back. Yep, yeah. That's all you need. Really. Yeah, when it comes to playoffs, three, you need three, and then there's Severino. Yep. There's Burrito. Yep. Schmidt kind of seems but, like he's bullpen. Yep. Michael King seems like he's a bullpen guy. Yep. yep. Domingo Armand. There's yep.
1: could be a swingman, long, long relief guy.
0: They have they have the pieces absolutely. And this is a team that's like they're going to get
1: Harrison Bader back. They're getting injured, hopefully at the right time of year. <laughs> it's it's April and not September because it was the opposite last year uh what have you thought of Anthony Volpe so far awesome yeah he's he's only hitting like a buck 74 but he's it's gonna take time to get hits but he gets on base he's aggressive he makes things happen the crowd loves him like the fans love him I th- I think he'll be great like will he make it through the whole year maybe not but it's definitely been a bright spot for the Yankees um, the Tampa Bay Rays are nine and zero, undefeated, undefeated
0: one sixty two and zero. Um, this is still a team that. So we were talking about who they've played. They played Washington. The th- the three teams they've played
1: will lose a hundred games this year. Washington, Detroit,
0: ahead. and Ta- uh, I was about to say Tampa. Washington, Detroit, and Oakland. Correct. Have been their three games after Oakland yeah. started what? off one and zero
1: against what? the Angels. Right. So they w- sorry, and one's a triple A team, but ca- carry on. Which one? Oakland. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you can say which one because, yeah, I could see the Nationals or Oakland. Because this is still a team that Kevin Cash
0: is all about the analytics. And I know this is early in the year and a few teams have done this, but Jeffrey Springs had a no-hitter through six innings and Kevin Cash took him out
1: because that's That's what Kevin Cash does. Right. Looks at his computer and says, this is what we want you to do. (laughs) This is what you have to do. Um
0: on the blue jay side of it that road trip started i mean it it's roller coaster already that first game was ridiculous correct 10 9 10 9, 10, nine no back and runs. forth and run give up come back yeah and then the second and third game of that series they just get they, shut down they can't hit all of a sudden they just slump then they go to kansas city yeah which a start, bad team starts off with Barrios, who looks Who's terrible, r-
1: playing back in Kansas City. They want to rough him up,
0: <laughs> and uh, Kikuchi, who was supposed to be the savior fifth starter,
1: yeah, is their savior first starter, which is not a good sign in Toronto land.
0: And then the rotation comes back to Manoa. He writes the ship. They beat the Royals. Then they go to Anaheim, where again it's back and forth. The comeback, the comeback last night, though, that's what you hope this offense is. And Bo Bichette has been the second-best hitter if it wasn't
1: for Matt Chapman. We decided last night Bo Bichette is the Mitch Marner of the Toronto Blue Jays because he gets highlighted with what did he do? He threw the ball 10 feet over Vladdy's head. And what else happened in that game? He had a home run. Two. Didn't hit he hit two, in- two home runs in that game? I think you're, yeah, because he's, I think he has like and what, three. What else happened in that game? Again, that doesn't really show on the score sheet. You didn't watch the game, but he booted a ball off his knee that was, they called it a, I think they called it a triple. I don't know if they changed the um, ruling, but it should have been a single with a two base error because it went off his knee. Like it went hard and it went like into the infield. So the runner got to, got to third and the Angels scored two runs in that. And it it changed the complexion of the game. They lost. Yeah, right. Wait, last night. Yeah. Oh, the they lost nine five.
0: Last the, night. I thought the Jays or was that Friday? They came night, back.
1: That? Yeah, they came back at both games, but they lost. That. That's why I don't think they're very good is right now is they don't have the pitching and they're like all over the place, like offense and defense, and like they they got to get themselves straightened out. They're gonna they're good. They're just not good yet. My I mind.
0: I saw someone say that Bo Bichette should play second base. Uh, that would make sense. You know, yes. who Bo Bichette, not comparing the two because I think Bo Bichette is the better player, but I know someone that moved to second base and has looked a lot
1: better since. Who's that? Mr. Glaber Torres. Oh, there you go. But the Yankees aren't going to move him because they just moved Josh Donaldson to the DL. Eek. So DJ's playing third now. So, yeah, I'm. That's why they have the extra player because they knew these kind of things are going to happen uh the other
0: uh besides the jays yeah just the roller coaster start to the season because then i mean it's a 10 game road trip to start the year that's pretty tough yeah now you get to come home you get the fresh new stadium which right. looks awesome yes like the, i can't wait to go to a game all the patios and stuff yeah. uh i'm going this thursday they're playing detroit okay but i'm not going to any of the patios i got oh third base or first baseline seats
1: gotcha cuz you only have to buy a general dollar. admission and sit anywhere it's just like when we go to the flight deck flight deck it's the same thing you just got to go early cuz it doesn't look like some of those spots are it looks like no bigger than our living room no, like it's small you can sit 10 people and that's it but they they do have they've
0: like five different patios yeah now. they have got a lot i'm sure they do yeah to um, accommodate Alex Verdugo versus Alex M- Alec Manoa has now become, well, it's probably probably already a rivalry, but Verdugo, not verbatim, but said that I don't like the way uh, Manoa talks and he's a little too loud on the mound, which again, this goes back to the Chris Weidman Montreal thing. Right. Do you want Manoa to not be able to freak out and celebrate? Right. Don't get out. Don't yeah. strike out. Right. Get a hit. Walk get on yeah get on base get on base, yeah it just it's another complaining and then Manoa's like I don't I don't care right because I don't know to me I think just as a baseball fan I think that's awesome for a pitcher to I mean maybe if you're telling the other team to f off and you suck maybe right
1: that's a little different but just be excited for yourself if you strike someone I got no problem with that because yeah, show that, some energy that'll, that'll piss me off right if my the other team's pitchers are getting excited. That would make me mad. It doesn't mean, like, a, I don't like to see it. I'd like to see it, but I don't like to see it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, if it's the other team doing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like it, but it makes the game more exciting now. Like, let's go out and hammer this guy next inning. Yeah. Let's hit some 118, you know, velocity home runs off this guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get the
0: complaint. especially. And Verdugo also had the um when the red sox like won their first series and he's like no one wants to talk about how good we are because you're not and you're not and you got swept by the pirates yeah exactly and yeah. I, there was a, a headline was like the red sox fall into last place can we not can we not do this like the, again the rays are nine and oh right they're not gonna go 162 and oh
1: right hopefully not <laughs>
0: the, the analytics say they won't <laughs> that's true um a few guys already on the injured list uh max Fried, who started the first game for atlanta and is now on the 15-day injured list justin verlander that just hasn't even pitched yet right just on the injured list um the funny one is adam wainwright who's on the injured list and on opening day in st louis when they were playing the blue jays he sang the american national anthem right and it was actually like kind of a good singer yeah i was not expecting that because they showed him on the camera and he was kind of like laughing to his teammates. And they were like, now coming up to sing our national Anthem, your pitcher, starting pitcher, Adam Wainwright. And then he actually did it and
1: belted it out. So what's he out with vocal cord injury?
0: (laughs) Actually, this was a, and it's kind of this, he would have been their opening day starter, but he got hurt at the world baseball Classic. Okay. Um, I don't know if anyone told JT Ramuto that there's uh, a pitch clock because he said he felt rushed in late inning situations. That's the whole idea. Yep. We 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 had a spring training to do this. You have you're allowed a time out. Yep. Each at bat. But no, I feel rushed. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Right. That's what we're trying to speed the game up. Right. I don't know why it, And it's working. Why is why is he one of the least self aware people ever? Or
1: take a take a strike then. Yeah. If you feel rushed, just step out of the box and take a strike. You're allowed to do
0: that. Yeah. Right? Uh, and Manny I don't think I wrote it down but Manny Machado got kicked out of a game for uh we got he struck out on the pitch clock violation and then got mad and then got kicked out of the game. Okay. And he said it in spring training he's like I'm going to get a lot of strikes for stepping out of the box. He prepared us for that. There you go. Uh Jake Cronenworth who in our MLB preview we were trying to figure out who the Padres first baseman is. Right. Jake Cronenworth. And they just signed him.
1: Yep. Yeah, because he doesn't have enough million bucks, so let's get him signed up. Let's get him seven years, right. eighty million. He was feeling
0: out of place in the clubhouse. Guys, I wake make way less yeah, money. I'm than having
1: craft dinner.
0: <laughs> you guys are all going out for dinner without yeah, me. Yeah. Um Anthony Rand Anthony Randone uh fought a fan. I've seen that. Yeah. Um just Oh, it was about to, like, yank him out of the stands. Right.
1: Yeah, he lost his temper.
0: Uh, Suspended for five games and then got it reduced to four games, which I guess shout out the Players Association for yeah, that. They won They won the battle. That's that's bad, though. You yeah. like, can't let fans get to you like that. No. Um. Also, uh, Aaron Hicks, who I heard this when you were watching one of the Phillies games, who he's upset that he's not starting. Right. And he doesn't know what his role is. Right. Your role is on the bench. Correct? Your role is If you're not starting, it means you're coming off the bench. Yep. That's your role. Right. Well, your role his role is actually it's a good thing you're not in the minors. <laughs> exactly. Or playing for another team. <laughs> no nobody <laughs> wants him. Yeah. That's the problem. Um he did play well last night. Does that mean he's going to start and well, maybe not. stop complaining?
1: Yeah. He started one game, so we'll see. Uh
0: so the MLB in the first week we have cut down 30 minutes of game time perfect the amount of uh we've doubled stolen bases which i think is those are the two big things that they wanted to change right and it's the i think the big difference is going to be when someone like uh, i don't want to just say daniel vogelbach because he's bigger but like someone that doesn't traditionally steal bases right once they start stealing
1: bases or yeah. at least trying to right that's when you know this has worked perfectly right So the only people are gonna, the only companies are gonna be pissed off about this, are gonna be the water bottle companies, the sunflower seed companies, and the gumball companies, because now everything's taking way less time, so no one has time to chew sunflower seeds (laughs) in between pitches and innings.
0: (laughs) That is very true, unless you're sitting on the bench, like Aaron Hicks,
1: or or, uh, sorry, um, the stuff they put in their mouth, chewing tobacco, chewing tobacco, yeah all going way down less spitting well,
0: yeah i didn't want to say it during the golf thing but someone saw there's this thing called zin where it's um it's a nicotine pack but you don't have to like spit it out like chewing tobacco you just okay. put it in your like lip uh sam bennett at the masters like someone saw him put it in his lips okay which is i thought was not it's not a bad thing not a criticism right. i just thought just it was funny thing. uh bryce harper taking live batting practice that's good good sign for the phillies yep a team that doesn't have their first baseman after. And Michael K. just said that so aggressively that he was like, uh, after, I can't I think of his name? Reese Hoskins um, destroyed his knee. And I was yeah. like, whoa, Michael, <laughs> like, relax. It's a non-con. Then they showed it, and I'm like, ooh, you know what? Maybe maybe he You probably wrong. saw the
1: slow motion replay on the destroyed injury. Destroyed
0: it. Blew out his knee. Um, shout out to Johei Otani, who is the first uh, player in MLB history to get a – clock violation do we call it what are we calling it
1: yeah clock violation i always want to I, I, I know what you i want to call it
0: shot clock violation even though it's okay. pitch clock right. violation right um otani the first as a pitcher and a hitter oh nice so he gets to hold that record forever right um on the f- flip side uh sandy alcantara threw a complete game shutout uh, against the twins for the marlins game was under two hours wow that's that's That's, what we want baseball to not necessarily every game no no but
1: for sure like when it matters it's
0: i like it i like it i still want to say that i don't want to pitch clock in the playoffs but that's not for for me to decide no let's see how it plays out um brian reynolds isn't the last story but it's the last one i have up there for some reason uh he has five home runs and 14 rbis to start the year
1: it would look great in pinstripes he's just he's bumping up his price yeah he should have played bad to
0: start the year exactly to get really get
1: traded yeah um
0: a couple other things uh i didn't know this that the kansas city royals named salvador perez their captain oh and is their fourth captain in history the only name i recognized was george brett i was gonna say george brett the other two i didn't know Hmm. um what else did i have oh uh the san francisco giants signed gary sanchez oh there you go he finally got a job minor league contract off
1: the unemployment oh
0: <laughs> somewhat he's gonna yeah. get there and i think this this last story before we get in oh wait sorry uh fernando tatis hit a home run in his rehab stint and then the pitcher tweeted after that he's a cheater and he's suspended because of steroids which isn't technically wrong but again right just makes it's, you look like a sore loser
1: yeah exactly
0: um the last one though is uh liam hendrick the Liam Hendrix, the closer for the Chicago White Sox, isn't playing right now because he just finished his last round of chemotherapy and oh. presumably will be back to that's playing baseball soon. soon. Oh, that's good news. Rang the bell and I just think any story like that is awesome. Especially Sportsnet did the story and one of their anchors, Faisal Kamisa, also battled with cancer when he was younger. Oh. I so I think know that. anything any great story like that I think is a is a good way to end. All I have. So let's get to. Or do you want to do pick a side or bad, good, great?
1: Yeah, we could do pick a side if you want.
0: All right. So our pick a side um, relates to not just like the Victor Wembanyama, Connor Bedard kind of sweepstakes this year. So our pick a side is: Would you rather that number one guy or the Hall of Picks and prospects that you could potentially get, a la Eric Lindros? I think that
1: was where my thought you were process going with, started. And, and are you going specifically with? hockey as that sport because it would make a huge difference on what you're telling me
0: i guess we can well, i'll say it is for hockey that and i'll say it for maybe not this year i guess it just in general because it'd be hard to say would you want bedard or the picks and prospects right that's probably different than Lindros and picks and prospects right those scenarios are different
1: right um I, if i was gonna pick i would go with the superstar but again if you're going with that Lindros scenario it didn't work it it kind of worked like the team was very successful but the team that got all the picks ended up winning the Stanley Cup so realistically they would have won that particular scenario but i would go with the superstar every time because they could win a series for you
0: and i think the only argument for not taking that number one guy especially this year with Bedard and Wembenyama like right like if Houston gets the number one pick they're not trading that pick away for whatever any team has to offer
1: again different sport and that makes more sense because now you only need four other players if you get that one that's why I was when you said that I was thinking hockey rated right way back going NBA oh gee I don't think I would do it in the NBA I would go take the take all the picks because like you could be instantly good Yeah. right you go to the free agent market go get a, a Durant and now you've got all your guys and here we go. I guess then maybe we should just like go through the sports of it
0: because so mm. hockey is definitely take the number one guy.
1: I would. Yeah, for sure. Basketball. I go the other way and take all the prospects and because you can get good right away. I mean, cause that's then going back to the Oklahoma city thunder.
0: That's right. what they've done. Exactly. And they still and have so working. many picks. That's right. Um,
1: football. I would probably take the number one guy. Because it's probably a quarterback. The, and you know what? The only one I remember that specifically with, I'm sure it's happened a lot, was Dallas taking Herschel Walker from Minnesota and yeah. gave them a whole bunch of picks. and But they were terrible. They needed to get better quickly, and they went that route.
0: Even um, Tennessee and the Rams did this with, uh, like, our, uh, Tennessee traded up to get a Rams pick, which eventually got the Rams Jared Goff. Right. I think. Or maybe the other way around. But there was I maybe no wait, it was the Rams traded with the Titans and eventually got Goff. Which gotcha. didn't really work out. They won a Super Bowl, but after right. they had traded Goff, so was that success because of that trade and getting Goff? I would say no, because you had to trade him away. Right. And bring in someone else to win you a Super Bowl. Um baseball I would probably take take just a bunch of guys
1: really i think i would go with the superstar because if you go with a pitcher now there's 30 wins that guy is going to dominate but only a pitcher so yeah. I, I think <laughs> That's specifically that would be yeah if it's any other position player then i would go with the picks but the only downside to any of that scenario is you've got to make sure you're the general manager for the next five years if you go the picks route
0: yeah, because if you're not there, then you turn yeah. into Sam Presti with the 76ers of, look at this but, mess you made.
1: Yeah, I'm starting over. I'm doing my own thing. I want to go get a superstar now. I'm getting rid of all these picks and what you were trying to do, right? Yeah.
0: That is a, I get, that is true that it's different between each sport. Yeah. Um, our pick aside for next week made me think because the NBA's in-season tournament in the semifinal and final yeah. is going to be on a neutral site. Right. So the pick aside is going to be neutral site playoff games because obviously we have the Super Bowl neutral site game usually. Yeah. I know two team, two teams in the last three years like besides this year the last
1: two played home games in the Super Bowl. And but, we almost had a neutral site playoff game in the NFL. Yes,
0: we did. Yeah, it
1: would have pretty been pretty close. So we could have answered
0: like, yeah, we had it. How I did that like, go? I think that's when it started. So our our pick aside will be a, a yay or nay to neutral site. Playoff games. Gotcha. Uh, But that is all I've
1: got. Let's get to your bad, good, and great. Okay. Um, Starting off with the bad. I don't know if it's really all that bad, but I just thought it was interesting. Uh, The New York Yankees don't pay for Wi-Fi for players uh, on the plane or motels or anything. They make them use data? I guess, or they make them pay for the Wi-Fi themselves. (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. It's always been. I guess when it came in. George you know was probably still alive then and went this thing's never gonna last you bet guys pay for it I put it in our all the contracts so I just thought that was funny <laughs> that's such a Yankee thing to do yes uh, and then just sticking with um, with the Yankees I don't know if you've seen this uh, the mayor of New York was uh, doing an interview. Um, with uh, Michael Kay and all the guys in the booth, <laughs> and he called Yankee Stadium Yankee Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's you funny. should know that. If you're a politician, you got to know where you are and what it, things are called, because people are going to pick up on that right away. You're in trouble if you're not paying attention to that.
0: I also hope he doesn't go, oh, yeah, after this, I have to go over to Shea Stadium.
1: Right, exactly, yeah. Now City It's Field. not 1986, Mayor.
0: Again, it should just be like, Shea City Field or City Shea Field. Should you say uh, wow. it? Now uh, yeah. that's why they don't do it.
1: That's right. There you go. I now, you know <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. She- 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. City that, Shea Field. Yeah. No, nope, yeah. doesn't nope, work. It doesn't work. See, there you go. And quick changing the names of stadiums. It drives me nuts. Roger Skydome. It's the Skydome since 1989. Uh, <laughs> two more for you. Uh, Joe Mixon. Looks like he's been going to be arrested. or it looks. Are, are we going back to Cincinnati Bengals or the bad boys of football again? The Vontez Perfect team. It looked like he was exonerated in January. Now they're bringing it back. So this is not good news for Cincinnati because he's their number one running back. Uh, and then the last one I just wanted to talk about, I'll, I'll let you talk about a little bit more because you watched it most recently, was the golf team in Texas which is kind of like the Humboldt Broncos of golf. And again, I kind of remembered this last year, but I didn't realize there was two Canadians that were involved in this.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty crazy story of two uh, two kids from Ontario were playing at Southwestern University. Yeah, it was a
1: small Texas university. And yeah, we're just golf.
0: happened to be on the same team. And uh, last year they were in their team van with the men's and women's golf teams. And a pickup truck crossed over the line and hit them head on, uh, killing everyone except for these two Canadian golfers who now are still in recovery or probably going to be in recovery for a long time. They are playing golf again, which is the positive of the story, but it was just a a devastating story, which I, I, again, I remember it vaguely, but not to to the extent that they, uh, TSN and James Duffy did a great feature on it.
1: Right, during the just at the beginning of the masters is what I think I, think when it was I watched beginning it beginning and then
0: they played it today before the right. the f- five final round
1: started right uh on the good side uh wimbledon allowing russians and belarussians back into uh wimbledon so this for is this summer <laughs> this is the start where we're like well, it's not the start. All the other te- the tournaments let them in, but they don't let them say they're from Russia or Belarus.
0: Uh, so that's Wimbledon as well? I'm assuming them.
1: they're going to do the same thing. Yeah, I, I they'll follow suit with what the ATP and the NW. And don't quote me on that, but, but yeah. I'm assuming that's what they'll do because none of the other tournaments do that.
0: Yeah, I just. There has to be a point where it is not these athletes' fault of what they're. I don't know. I don't, I won't use the D word, but he right. pretty much is their prime minister. Um, has done is not the athlete's fault. Right. And they don't deserve to be
1: punished. Right. But they can't say that either.
0: No, nope, they cannot.
1: Um, What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? I had uh, two other ones for you. Uh, live golf. Uh, I kind of put it in the good just after what Joff talked about now. I'll have to do some more research research because yeah he kind of had a point now that um you know like phil mickelson's changed the pga tour a little bit so now they're doing stuff differently maybe it's not for the better maybe it is but at least you know that might be something good that comes out of a bad situation that we know comes from sports washing yes that so, that, that, that is the part that's of why i'm putting it as a good rather than a bad
0: yes because there at least is Some positive movement just for the business of golf. Right. And you know what? As much as, like, I I don't like it, but they had three guys in the top ten this weekend. Yeah. So that's that shows that at least they can be competitive. Right. Not playing as much
1: as the PGA guys. Right, exactly. Again, everyone does it for different reasons, which you've already talked about as well. So there are, I guess we're looking at the live a little bit differently than we were originally
0: and we i don't think we changed our stance on the sports washing just the human human element within this organization
1: and specific personal reasons why personal golfers are doing it yep and the advantages that come with that i guess so um the last thing on the good side um I'm just going with the most national championships in NCAA basketball history that we're at now. So Yukon's joined the group. Mm. Um so UCLA still stands number one with eleven. Although what did they win? Eight in a row. Like Something. can we get rid yeah. of those ones and then they're probably with the rest of the pack. Uh next is Kentucky with eight, mm. North Carolina with six, Duke with five, Indiana with five, and then Yukon's now joined them with five as well
0: wow and that's a that's UConn who have won three national championships in a decade maybe just over a decade yeah
1: yeah like theirs have definitely been recently for sure
0: it was cool seeing Kemba Walker there because he was he is the face of UConn really outside of and I don't think people remember that like Ray Allen went to Connecticut
1: really yeah I wouldn't have thought that I would I think more of his the head coach that used to be there I can't remember his name. Uh, I could see his. He was sick for a while, and Uh, later Jim Calhoun. That's it. Thank you. Uh, On the great side, uh, again, just a quick shout out to women's NCAA college basketball. I would never have watched it. Again, this one girl is fantastic. So I got to watch at least the championship game. And again, came in with low expectations, and it was a great game. Like I actually enjoyed. I, like they were hitting free throws. Like it wasn't like the like I was just thinking it would be B basketball compared to the men's side, and it's not like again with the Seth Curry or Steph Curry, sorry of uh, NCAA women's and. Yeah, she's getting it from everywhere. But, but again, all the inside game, everything is very similar to the men's side. I, I was pretty impressed. And the I really think – and even the coach for um, – LSU. Right, wearing, like, a sparkling suit. It's her third championship with three different um, schools. So, like, there's lots of personality there, more so than from the men's side, which I think they need because that's how they're going to get more recognition and more TV time.
0: Mm, Angel Reese even said um, – She's in no rush to go to the, the WNBA because right now with the, the NIL deals, she's making more than WNBA players so that's are making. So
1: that's a good thing and where you're not going to have the one and done in the women's game. Because
0: they don't, they don't have one and done. Like you have to play, oh, you, have to. you have to be 20, you have to be a certain age. Oh, okay, before and, you
1: can move on.
0: Yeah, so it's like certain age or I think it's like certain age and you can forego some college eligibility. Gotcha. But uh, like... Even the girl that went in the transfer portal, Haley Van Lith, uh, she is already going to graduate from Louisville, so she's going to be a graduate transfer oh, I and see. wants and still one play. more year.
1: Gotcha. Interesting. Um, new tennis rivalry, uh, Yannick Sinner and Alcaraz. Like When these two guys play each other now, it's unbelievable. T- anytime they play now, I want to watch these two play. And... It did not disappoint. I, w- I actually only watched the first set because I figured Alcaraz was going to win. He won in a tight tiebreaker that again, he battled. But he was It's almost like Alcaraz, or sorry, uh, Dendal and Federer, where Dendal always seemed to have his number. It seemed like that. W- but Sinner won this one. I think it's good because it's leading up to the French Open where I think it'll be Alcaraz's turn. But I think these two guys might be like rivals, but they're friends. Oh. as well right so it, it could be like great for tennis for years to come so um yeah i just thought i would mention that
0: i love yeah our our love for yannick's hitter goes back a couple years when he played nadal i can't remember what tournament yeah but he gave he, him a you, fight
1: yeah you knew he was going to be good and that was when he was 17 or whatever right so i agree
0: i think that might be i think that might be my next i don't know if next but i, I think he might be my favorite player in tennis right yannick center i want to see I want to see him in the the documentary, the Breakpoint,
1: right? Part two.
0: Yeah, I hope. I don't know if he's a part of it, but right. I want to see what his personality's like, because even someone like Colin Morikawa with golf, like, I almost like him. I don't want to say a little bit less, but like Tony Finau, I love more because of it. Gotcha. Seeing the personalities, Colin right. Morikawa is a little. I mean, golfers are weird, but yeah. he's like very particular. I'll say, but gotcha. Tony Finau is just like. He hasn't won a major because his family's always around, but right. he's the family man that also golfs. Right, exactly.
1: Uh, what else do I got for you? Um, Nella. Nella Lapisanova. Here are her, her stats. So this is the 14-year-old oh, Slovak, yeah, yeah. which I was so disappointed that Slovakia wasn't in the worlds because I was going to ask you if you wanted to go watch her play because I didn't want to watch Canada. I would have watched her play Japan yeah. or anybody, right? Um, all right, so anyway, uh, her stats in the Women's League, this this is unbelievable. So she's played 12 games in the Women's League. She's got 40 goals and 65 points. She also plays with the under-16 men's. She's played 13 games and has 16 goals and 34 assists. Like, again, I know it's Slovakia, but, like, so she's, like, this is the next superstar. She's coming. Wow. Right? Like, she's not just scoring fancy goals. She's putting up the points. So I, I thought that was impressive.
0: That is, that is a great... So She's a, she's a great one coming. Yeah, wow. That's...
1: Yeah. 14 years old, right? I'm so, like speechless. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one I'm, I'll mention was uh, MLB also has a new collective agreement with the minor league baseball. So I did talk to Uncle Brian about this one because I just wanted to see, oh, is this going to help Mitch? And yeah, it basically doubles their salary. So they were making somewhere around $13,000 a year. Now they're going to make probably twenty six to 30000 And they're going to get uh, a whole bunch of concessions like their residence will be paid. Some of their food will be paid. So some of these kids are kind of like living out of their cars, basically, because they really don't have anything... You know, in terms of like they're playing, some of them are playing baseball just for the love of the game. They're not making $800,000 as a signing bonus and they've got nothing to go on, right? So I just, yeah, I read that. Uh, that's pretty impressive. MLB signed, I think it was a five-year minor league uh, deal agreement with uh, with all the clubs. And they also guaranteed not to eliminate any franchises because that was going to be a big uh, thing that was going to happen. They wanted to eliminate 20 or 30 franchises, but, again, that how many jobs is that for minor league kids that are trying to make a goal of it? So, yeah, that was my last great. Oh,
0: that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's all we got. I don't know if I – do I say, like – I don't know. Jim Dance always has different sign-offs. I don't say, like, goodbye, friends. Like, that's not <laughs> – he doesn't really say that. He just says, hello, <laughs> friends. Right. But, uh, yeah, that is all we've got, and we will see you next time.
1: That's yours.